You're listening to an old episode of Metal Gear Mondays. To keep up with all of the new episodes, please check out patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. Let's forget every detail about this game and give them one hell of a show. song it's a theme song that we're singing this is gonna be the theme song for all the episodes in the future which means that there's no more this is the only one that this is gonna be the theme song fuck ladies gentlemen boys and girls welcome to metal gear mondays the definitive metal gear podcast book club mm-hmm. games club mm-hmm. av club start to finish ba- top babysitters, to club. babysitters club uh sisterhood of the traveling metal gear pants um, as always i'm your host metal gear summerfield and this week i am joined by samuel metal gear right me grim no i did that last week uh <laughs> or the other week uh, me Metal Gear, right? <laughs> Metal Gear Lim. Uh, I'm Raiden Lim. Can I be Raiden Lim? <laughs> Maybe. And as always, your host, Alessio <laughs> Summerfield. Anyway, uh, Alessio this is a weird Merrill episode. Summerfield. Oh, good. I, I'm yeah. I'm Alessio <laughs> Merrill Summerfield. <laughs> Uh, oh well, I need I need one now. Shit, I'm Sam. Uh, a cyborg, Sam Wright. Cyborg. Ooh, cyborgs. Cyborgs call me cyborg Sam Wright, baby. It's a CSW for short. But yes, so this is a strange episode, you guys, because um, for some of you, you know what's happening, um, and for others of you, you do not know what's happening. Um, I uh, kind of wanted to do this whole episode without addressing what was happening, but it feels weird to make people listen to, like, several hours of a thing to get to, like, a really crazy finish. Um, so... Isn't that how Isn't that how Metal Gear is, though? That's true. In general? Yeah, so let's wait to the too end. Late now. It's true. You already did it. So we're just... You already no, said it. no, I haven't said anything yet, Sam. <laughs> I just said that some people knew and some people didn't, though. Oh fuck! Uh, so you just gonna yeah, we'll, have to sit through? <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it ambiguous. So fuck it. You guys need to just deal. You've listened to sixty three episodes <laughs> oh of this. Gosh. Stay till the end, and you'll find out what we're talking about. <laughs> Woo! 
All right. Nice. So, Isaac, what did we talk about two weeks ago? In a patented, um, fun, loving part of the show that Sam likes <coughs> to call. Bumbling in the dark with Isaac Lim. That's beautiful. It must be the uh, Seattle air. Must be. <laughs> it's got it's all his coffee and Pacific it's Northwest. It's all that legal marijuana. <laughs> <everywhere>. <laughs> Illegal marijuana has a very detrimental effect on vocal cords, but legal marijuana. Legal marijuana. Let me tell you about legal marijuana. Let me tell you a little about my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Isaac, what did we Uh, we talk about two weeks ago? What happened two weeks ago? um, Let me think about this. I mean, a a lot of shit happened two weeks ago. Yeah. What happened on this show two weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, two you weeks. Didn't play ago? a part of the game. You just need to recap the side. <laughs> oh, that's right. We never asked Isaac about a side on. <laughs> uh, we had a fun time. It was unprecedented. Yeah, did we? What, we did. How, why was it fun? We talked about random. Uh, <laughs> okay. Random. I'm not, stuff. I'm not gonna be able to hold it together this episode. Spoiler alert! Look, guys, I don't think you know what happened last time, and you know it. So we, much like the beginning of this episode, hinted at some ominous news. Um, But besides that, what else happened? (laughs) The ominous one. We uh, we weren't able to read basic. We weren't able to assign context to certain words that may or may not have been misspelled. I apologize for that. I I was correcting. We all lost motor function. (laughs) I was a and by and by we I mean one of us and by one of us I mean Isaac. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you. No. Oh no! I think everyone else <laughs> fell like dominoes after you, Isaac. <laughs> oh man. Um. Anyway, what happened? But yeah. The time before that, which was like a month ago. It was three um, weeks ago, but that's fine. No, okay. it was a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'll let myself out. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. 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 Um, let me think about this. We fought a vampire. Mm-hmm. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. All right. And then we fought a rabbit. No, 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 not a rabbit. Um, a church. The church. We fought a church. We that's, fought that's right. the church. Yeah, we fought the church. <laughs> oh, then we fought more vamp and then we fought more machines yes Mm -hmm. and then but who can say where one began and the other ended really you can't alessio i'm just telling you right now it's just (laughs) floor-to-ceiling vampire (laughs) machines just like yep and then um raiden makes a crazy fool of himself but uh, hold on, I, I think I lost you for a second. I, Raiden makes a crazy fool of himself. Yeah, yes. Full or f- whoa, fool! I'm sorry, I completely <laughs> had no idea what you're saying. All right, all right, Alessio, <laughs> who's losing motor function now? <laughs> I didn't hear. I didn't know what he meant. I'm sorry. I'll let myself out for real this time. He was a full fool. He f- he fully was a full fool. <laughs> he was one whole fool. <laughs> <laughs> He a hoe, and if you don't think he a whole hoe, you a hoe. <laughs> Raiden was a thought, and, uh, oh and that was it. 
<laughs> and that was the end. Yeah, that was the end of the game. Yeah, Good so, job, guys. Yep, we did it. Yeah, I just want to add a quick asterisk and, and follow up real quick. Um, also, Raiden fucking lifted a boat with one arm. Yeah. It was like the Rushmore boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mount <laughs> Rush Mount boat. Mount Snakemore. That <laughs> was um, Sir, Sir Snakes a lot. <laughs> but yeah. Snake boys. That's pretty much all you need to know. Let's be honest. Uh there was a shadowy hot metal gear with metal gear. There was a shadowy Moses hot metal gear on metal gear action, vampire ribbits and uh a boat. Vampire ribbits, what? I don't know. Robo vampire man lost his That's nano fine. machines. That's fine. Woo. All right, cool. So this week we are going to be not only talking about Act 5 Part 1, but we're going to talk about Act 5 Part 2. Don't tell anybody. We're going to finish the game. Um, we may even do a fucking side op in this thing. Uh, <laughs> Just we'll a tell fucking all-purpose. <laughs> this is the episode to end all episode. This is the big, the fucking, big boy. You guys like longer episodes, right? Guess strap the fuck in. <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. It's going to be um, enough Metal Gear Mondays <laughs> for you guys to have for a month. Mm-hmm. It's going to be delicious. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that's what we're cooking mm. Metal Gear Monday chili for you, your family, and our family. And this shit's going to last. We're going to have leftovers for weeks. <laughs> I hope you your brought enough oyster you're crackers. Gonna, you're you're going to go downstairs and be like, Mom, I'm hungry. Can we go to McDonald's? She'll be like, we got chili in the fridge. And <laughs> I made it a month ago. There's a film on it, but there's some fucking chili in the fridge. <laughs> your bathroom's going to smell like chili for a month after this episode. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm but ready. Yes, so we're on to Act Christ. 5. I didn't write this down. What the fuck is Act 5 called? Fuck, man. It's um, called I The need, End I need of the, the End Snake. <laughs> it's just The End dot 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 question mark Snake? Snake! Hold on. I think it's... I need a cue to I put the music. Um, oh. Um, Somebody look it up. I'm looking. This Google. is awful. Why do I not know what this is called? Old Sun. Is it Old Sun? That's what I see. Um, but we can call it whatever you want. I like Old Sun. <laughs> this is Metal Gear Solid 4 Act 5 Old Sun. Chili boy. <laughs> so as the music just alluded to that I'm going to put right there, uh, Act 5, Old Sun, mission briefings where we're going to begin. Um, so the mission briefing for this one's kind of boring because you can't... Um, well, I, I'm a film guy, so please, please don't come after me for saying that watching a thing is boring. Um, but we don't have uh, Metal Gear Mark Three control because it's being used as a prop in the cutscene. 
Um, so the Metal Gear Mark III is all-purpose, can do everything, so it's projecting for this. Mm-hmm. Um, Wouldn't it be great if you could? Oh, that'd be amazing, because then everybody's like, "Where the fuck? what are we looking at? What's happening? <laughs> um, it would also be cool if you could change what's on the screen, or on the projection. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, this is like a very like Pee-wee's Big Adventure style, like... Uh, do you guys remember the part? Oh my gosh! Movie? Number one, <laughs> yes. You know when Pee Wee's got all the neighborhood yes. people in the basement <laughs> of his house, about. and he goes through like exhibit like A through like thirty seven D, and he's just like, uh, "What about you, amazing Larry? Where were you?" Um, but yeah, so this is that except replace Pee Wee with Mei Ling, um, and replace everybody with everybody from the game that's the good guys so far, um. So it's essentially, this is like, remember the Titans? They're all in the locker room, and instead of the sweaty southern football coach, it's just Mei Ling in like a neck-to-toe Navy uniform. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much what's going on. Um, the sort of uh, head and shoulders, knees and toes of the scenario is that Outer Haven is traveling, which is the big old boat with the Rushmore bust. Um, and the Missouri, which is the boat that Mei Ling is on, is hot on its tail. Um, essentially, there's no modern technology or anything like that um, on the boat. So they talk about how we have to use our eyes and ears to track it. We're not going to be able to use any tech. Um, and the kind of the p- purpose is uh, to go and destroy GW, the AI, um, that Liquid has made like a dummy for them to like tap into the Patriot system, as we have alluded to on previous episodes. Um, Snake makes a fucking Death Star comment, which like alludes to the fact that Star Wars is real in the Metal Gear universe. <laughs> <laughs> so just heads up to that, like not real, but like Star Wars as a film franchise is a exists film. within Metal Gear. I mean, that doesn't really shock me. I mean, there's like <laughs> they make references to a lot of stuff. And... Oh, that's true. I just can't imagine Snake being like, "I'm done killing," and just like fucking retires to Alaska to watch like VHS tapes of like A New Hope. Like to me, that's just yeah. He just watches. A... He just watches Star Wars. Um on repeat every time and then he heard that seven was coming on he's like ah shit i gotta get to <laughs> i gotta get to juno for that um yeah he's gonna drive his pick up truck all the way to juno to <laughs> catch like the carmike no 73. he doesn't have a pick up truck he has the dogs oh that's right he's gonna mush his way to the the carmike 73 and <laughs> check it out. juno alaska <laughs> <laughs> no. i also like oh. i also like this because it also mean it posits that Carrie Fisher exists within the Metal Gear universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a Mark Hamill Metal Gear. Like, I just want... Where's my Metal Gear 6 where we fucking see, like, L.A. in Metal Gear land? That'd be bizarre. <laughs> but anyway. Um, and then we get a cool... I Cool is the wrong word. We get an interesting throwback to a previous joke. Uh, so Johnny says, Did you say microwaves? Um... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so that's a thing. Um, and yeah. Did you say nerds? <laughs> so this is an extremely long 26-minute cutscene just to kind of explain the same thing over and over again. Um, a lot of, a lot of things have been kind of ejected, including, like, logic in this scene. Because, like, Johnny, who's, like, head over heels in love with Meryl for the whole game and pretty much the entire franchise, um in every bit of his little tiny dialogue that he has in Metal Gear 1, uh, suddenly he decides that he's just going to fucking creep on Mei Ling the whole time that she's giving this speech right in front of Meryl. 
Um, so creepily enough, Johnny's not only like ogling Mailing's ass, but like at one point he's just like physically going for it. <laughs> and it's like what? <laughs> like a fucking doof. <laughs> like a fucking scuzz bucket. <laughs> Rat bag piss uh, kid. Whoa. <laughs> this is a real Bill Cosby move. Uh he just he's going <laughs> hard. Um yeah, and Meryl like straight smacks his hand away from Mailing's ass. Like and then there's this weird like power dynamic happening where Mailing's just explaining the situation, not aware of the fact that she's being ogled, and uh-huh. Meryl's trying to compete with her evidence just because she feels like Johnny's like flirting with it's so weird. I don't you just watch it. I'm just gonna. I like her for her mission briefings. Oh God! But yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. Also, then there's this conversation between Otacon and Snake, and Otacon's like, "You ever think about quitting, Snake?" And I'm pretty sure they're not talking about Snake smoking cigarettes. So, mm-hmm. uh, lots of this. And then eventually, what happens is the Missouri catches up to the Outer Haven, which is bizarre to me as well, because the Outer Haven's like this fucking crazy state of the art ship the size of a small town, and the Missouri's like a fucking Pearl Harbor vessel. That they got out of the mothballs to like, like I, I just don't understand how they can catch up with each other. But that's a thing that happens. Um, fun fact: I've got a uh, no pop filter on my microphone tonight, and I'm uh, recording with a wad of underwear wrapped around my microphone. Mm. So maybe the that's world is a weird place. <laughs> that that's what happens if you get to Alessio's recording room before the countdown timer gets to five minutes. You get exactly. to see the boxers on the microphone instead of the pop filter. <laughs> Easter egg, secret. Yep, that's the yes. So that's a thing. Also, everything in Drebin's shop is half price for the rest of the game. So, mm-hmm. how about them apples? P dope. But yeah, what'd you boys? Uh, what'd you boys think of the mission briefing? I mean, did I touch on all the weirdness? Um, I'm sure there's some shit that we're missing, but whatever. Yeah, what'd you guys I think, think? I think so. Isaac, <sighs> were you watching this we, at three um, o'clock in the morning? <laughs> uh, this part I finished like really early. I think I finished it the day after we recorded. So, um, uh, if you nice. remember, my mem- my my kind of memory <laughs> doesn't mm-hmm. extend very far. So can you things. can you give us your version of <laughs> what happened? Mm-hmm. Your version of events, please. Um, oh, are we going to talk about when when they actually catch up to? Yeah, go ahead. The okay. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> you have volunteered yourself. <laughs> Dang it! Thank so you, basically, soldier. Um, they catch up. And mm-hmm. Drebin's like here. Oh yeah, because Drebin is also there. Forgot to mention that he somehow gets on the boat. I don't know how. He oh, he was in ways. that cutscene. I thought because he shows up in the truck. No, to yeah, help Snake in Act Four. Oh, at the end, I think. Anyway, if I correctly. Anyway, so he's they, all the good guys are there somehow. They, <laughs> fuck it, they're all there. Their plan is to um, use these human catapult. Systems, yes, that look and like <laughs> weird bottle rocket launchers with chairs. Uh, I don't understand their thought process because this is how you kill people. <laughs> but I mean, uh, it's Kojima, so there's that. So they launch onto the ship, and then, um, uh, of course, I mean, you're not gonna get launched in the right the same place so um they all get split up and somebody gets hurt real bad who was it meryl (laughs) somebody (laughs) somebody gets hurt real bad (laughs) doesn't some guy oh no is it johnny johnny falls 
Johnny misses oh, and he the like boat. hurts his back or something. Yeah, I, I think can't. you know he misses the boat. <laughs> he falls into the water. Uh, I think I could be this totally like wrong. Acne Looney Tunes esque <laughs> bullshit. I don't like that he gets a hero moment. I don't like at that all. he exists in this game. Yeah, I think we've talked about that quite a few times. Yeah, I don't like that he gets a chance to be a like an actual character with pathos and bullshit yeah. i'm trying to think of how this would relate to like another i'm trying to think of like ancillary characters in random other games um i feel like this would be like if one of the shopkeepers from a final fantasy game just like became a main character in the next final fantasy game yeah just like nameless shopkeeper joe from final fantasy 6 is now like the protagonist of final fantasy 7 like that's like the level of bullshit that's happening right now yeah it's kind of lame i don't i don't know i don't agree but anyway with continue but i just watched it <laughs> johnny oh yeah totally misses the boat <laughs> <laughs> and he falls into the water. <laughs> I like how he became this wily coyote character for <laughs> He like hits the side of the boat and then just <laughs> starts sliding. <laughs> <laughs> and he holds up the sign and says help on it as he falls. Did Snake uh did Snake draw a picture of a tunnel and uh run run through it and then Johnny hit the wall? <laughs> oh, this is too fucking much, Oh, man. Jesus Yeah, Christ. so um, well, <laughs> that starts the beginning of this crazy act. Um, that we call on the right note, yeah, old son. Very nice. Yeah, so we're on the Outer Haven ship. Bow, 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 <laughs> bow. I'm gonna say bow. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm just gonna touch on it because, like, so realistically, you guys, this is a really short act. If we're talking like um, the heuristics, yeah, like if it's just like fucking gameplay to gameplay, kind of point to point, it's. You can probably get through this whole section in like forty-five minutes if you're just skipping cutscenes. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is like the this is the this act is the moviest movie that Metal Gear ever movied. Yeah, hundred percent. Yo, dog, we heard you like movies, so we put movie in your movie, so you can movie while you yeah. movie. This is like this whole section is just you're just sneaking around the boat and you're taking down frogs. Um, there's uh, I think there's an iTunes track so, or an iPod an iTunes track. That's <laughs> there's there's like an a, iTunes there's gift a, card like hidden away. <laughs> There's um I think the the track that you get is the um the the remix of the main the Metal Gear Solid main theme that was on the document of Metal Gear Solid 2. Fuck yes. Um you get that um there's like an there's like an underground area near the beginning of the uh where you where you start the the act playing it. Mm -hmm. Um and there's an RPG down there as well as the iPod track. Sick so. shit. Yeah, and the hmm. frogs are kind of just like it. It's weird, like the stealth. Because I remember the first time I played it, this game, and this recent time, like I thought I had misremembered, but like straight up, there's just like not really any stealth in this section at all. Because mm -hmm. like the enemies aren't yeah. really placed anywhere; they just kind of drop down on you while you're running. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's almost just like, I mean, truthfully, I think the first time I played through this, I was going non-lethal, and then when I got to here, I was like, I feel like the game wants me to kill. Um. Mm. So. Even on this playthrough, I was like, fuck it, we've got deadlines. I'm just going to like get the UMP and just like ump my way through this shit. Yep. Killing that was not a problem for me, Mr. <laughs> I got Snake to throw up on three out of five acts. So, <laughs> there should be a punch card for like each act that you make Snake throw up. 
was the pu- the puke tour. Um, yeah, and I mean along the way too, like Sam mentioned with the iPod track, there's like hallways with ammo and like some shit yeah. going on. There's some tricky like ledge dropping, um, and I know like the ledge dropping and catching isn't really like a mandatory thing in any of the previous ones, except for for like bonus shit. Did you guys have trouble with any of that? Because I remember there's specifically a part where you like drop from a ledge and have to hang on to like a pole and like shimmy. Did you guys have any trouble like pressing X hmm. and then triangle real fast, or was that just like? Did I stumble through like an extra spot? Uh, um, I, I, I remember. That. I remember doing it. I remember doing it. I also remember you're talking to the guy who spent approximately 500 hours mm-hmm. trying to get that down pack in Metal Gear Solid Two after the Harrier fight. Oh, that's right. I forgot about so, that. So, <laughs> so I, I, I think I remember doing it, and it wasn't. I, I think I managed to get it pretty easy, but. Gotcha. Isaac, you said he didn't have to do it at all? Um, No, because, okay. well, I think I know which part you're talking about. Is it the part where there's a ladder up to uh Yeah, you have to go up ledge. and then down and side and up again, kind of. Okay, yeah, I don't think I did that. I think I I just blasted through this section. Hell yeah. <laughs> to the end. Isaac, Isaac <laughs> was his own war dozer. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I tried to do it stealth, like, but like you said, they just appear out of nowhere. It seems. Yeah, like. they like drop yeah. down. Well, and so uh, other than the drop down guys that kind of come down off of the sides of the ship, um, and that, like on top of it too, like there's actually like soldiers fighting around you too. So it's mm. like, oh yeah, I don't know. The whole environment just feels like fuck it. This is war, and it's like okay, like this game kind of ceased to be a stealth game at this point. Um, but then like towards the end of the area, there's these frog snipers which are, like, kind of new to the game. It's, like, it's frogs, but they just have sniper rifles. I guess there was the one in South America. Uh, but for the most part, we don't see frogs sniping. And so out of the blue, all of a sudden, it's just, like, don't get shot, uh, and here's a big area to get through. And, like, then you just get to an elevator and kind of go mm-hmm. da- down inside. So, yeah, it's just very combat-heavy. Um, and, I mean, sneaking through combat zones has been kind of the MO of this game. It's just this feels different because the past combat zones, it was, like, you encountering militia that were already there fighting. And mm-hmm. in this act, like, your dudes are the ones doing the fighting. Like, your group of friends. Yeah. So it feels... You're the militia. <laughs> yeah, it feels weird compared to the rest of it because it's, like, you don't feel like you should be hiding because... It's your guys out there. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, that brings us into the command center, which I dig. I mean, it's got this big sort of uh, if you've played near. Did I just like wait? wait, oh, go ahead. wait, wait. Did I just like I'm sorry. Did I like dream past the like the the kind of set piece that gets you into the command center? Did you mention? Did you mention? Oh, I actually did not mention the cutscene. Yeah, go ahead. So um, essentially you are getting to the command center and there's a gecko waiting in front of the, the elevator um, and you essentially wait, and the Missouri destroys the gecko. Oh, that's um, right. I forget. Yep. Yeah. And then once that happens, a bunch of other gecko will come and check it out, and then you just fucking book it mm-hmm. and go into the elevator. And it was actually kind of dope. Yeah. I wish they would have done that, like, sans cutscene. Like, just, like, done it sort of mm-hmm. in the environment. And maybe you hear Meryl, mm-hmm. like, or Mei Ling come over the... Uh, codec um which real quick can we have like a real quick conversation about the codec um i noticed so somebody tricked out on reddit if you guys have a chance to look it up on on google or i'll include it in the show notes or whatever um 
somebody like tricked out their uh, iOS device, their uh, iPhone, to literally look like this fucking dope codec. Um, and so, like, the lock screen is, like, this custom codec screen. Every fucking page of, like, the apps and the app folders and everything has, like, the anime portraits with text from each of the characters, like, as if they're talking to Snake about that page of the phone. It's super mm-hmm. cool. Um, and it's got, like, all these custom ringtones for different things. It's it's amazing. Like, if I could pay this guy to do this to my phone, I would, like, mail my phone out and get him <laughs> to do it. Um, it's super cool. Um, but anyway, uh, in the comment thread on Reddit, all of a sudden there was, like, this real intense conversation about, like, what the codec actually is. And a lot of people were like, yeah, isn't it supposed to be just, like, an implant in your ear so you just hear the people talking? And people were like, yeah. But how the fuck do you dial the frequencies? Because, like, characters say to each other constantly, oh, hit me back on this frequency. So all of a sudden there was, like, this big conversation about, like, is there a physical device associated with a codec? So, like, do you have to have, like, a codec in your pocket, but you hear it in your ear? Um, Yeah, because, like, the the only, like, visual representation we have for it in, like the more futuristic ones is he just kind of kneels down and touches his ear. Yeah. And on top of like that, the, like, Oh, good. Sorry. No, I was like saying like a Metal Gear Solid three and like those ones, like you actually have a physical radio that you can like tweak, but like, huh? Yeah. And then the other weird thing too, is uh, somebody addressed uh what about characters that say they can see things? Cause like certain characters will say shit. If snakes wearing a mask um, or certain characters will say shit about what's going on, like in front of snake. And so people were like, there has to be a device, because how are these people seeing things? He's just wearing a GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> his his hair, his mullet this entire time has just been a GoPro. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I figured, huh, let's talk about it, if we're going to talk about it. Just get it out Nano there. Nanomachines. So, yeah, that's, yeah, everybody was like, LOL, nanomachines. That's machine. the answer, yeah. Always. Um, but yeah, so anyway, we get down in this big conference control room. Um, if you've ever seen FLCL, this kind of looks like the weird situation room where the guy with the nori eyebrows works out of. Um, if you've if you've played Near Automata, this kind of looks like the command center control room on the space center space station. Um, but essentially, it's just this big like futuristic kind of conference room, uh, control room, I guess, command center. Um, but yeah, um, it's pretty neat. Essentially, whenever you show up, hundred uh, percent. As uh, as I entered this room for the first time, I was like, "Yeah, boss fight." Like, there's mm-hmm. we're just gonna start with a boss fight. Um, and so Snake finds Meryl here. Um, essentially, Snake and Meryl almost have this like reminiscent MGS2 Raiden Snake back to back Arsenal Gear shootout thing, um, where you and Meryl are kind of. And again, this is very fan servicey because it's like, oh my god, it's just Snake and Meryl like the old days. Um, but Snake and Meryl are kind of fighting frogs. Um, as they enter all sides of the room. Um, did you guys have a hard time with this at all? I felt like this is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Like, yeah, it's, it's... It, was no, it was no more or less difficult than the, the one in the palace from the first act, I thought. Mm-hmm. It's just less people, I guess. It's just you and her mm-hmm. versus, like, you and a Gears of War squad. Yeah, Isaac, I would say it's, uh, it was pretty simple. Cool. It was fun though. I mean, like just popping, yeah, popping frogs, yeah. Because there's a lot it's of a stuff nice, that you can uh, hide behind. You just hide. yeah, yeah. Unlike the, I feel like well, and I guess the act one did have a lot of like chest high walls, but this one kind of feels kind of like it's part of the. It's like diegetically part of the room anyway, mm-hmm. as opposed to feeling kind of dropped in because it's a video game. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, yeah um, just it. as things kind of start to wa- uh, wind down, uh, we have another cutscene triggers, um, and Screaming Mantis. We have our uh, final <laughs> BMB core boss fight. Spooky, spooky, scary. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's our Psycho Mantis stand-in, which, shit, I've been waiting for this one. Um, I will say kind of overall, uh, I this fight's okay. I feel like this fight felt way too similar to the Psycho Mantis fight. Whereas like every other fight in the game feels kind of new, like a new take on an, a new twist on an old dog. <laughs> um, this one just kind of feels it's like... like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> I'm George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This to me felt like not enough effort went in to make it different enough. Yeah, I don't. Especially know. Like, since it's like it was if, the last one. It's just yeah. Like, it's uh, like it's like if the Psycho Mantis fight from MGS One had some like soldiers, some genome soldiers in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so again, kind of like a throwback, it's Snake and Meryl together. Um, Essentially, uh, Screaming Mantis takes control of Meryl um, and also all of the dead frogs that you killed. Um, But she also throws daggers, and she's got this kind of like charge sword weapon. Um, The way that the sword weapon works, and just the way that with all the additional arms and stuff, uh, Screaming Mantis definitely seemed to me like a Zone of the Enders kind of uh, like orbital frame design. Mm. The way that she kind of darts around the room. Um so here's what I did, and then I found something different, so I'd be curious to see how you guys played through it. So if you use the syringe, which is kind of what, to me, what the game's kind of trying to tell you, because, like, again, you shoot at Screaming Mantis, and you can't really do anything. Again, reminiscent to the Psycho Mantis fight. But instead of changing the controller port, since we can't really do that anymore, um, if you use the syringe to suppress your nanomachines, um, you can get shots off on her, um, because... Uh, She's clearly using your nanomachines to, like, figure out what you're going to do. Um, which, for me, raised the question, does this mean that Psycho Mantis wasn't really psychic and instead was just able to use people's nanomachines? Ah. I mean, I mean, isn't, wasn't, wasn't that the idea? That's what I figure. I mean, MGS5 kind of shits all over that idea, so please don't well, write MGS in and tell me. MGS5 shits over, shits over a lot of things. Yeah, like, don't write in and be like, what about... Psychomantis in MGS5 like yeah I get it but I mean like just one through four like yeah in this in this universe fucking yeah yeah I feel like that was the thing like he was able to somehow manipulate nanomachines okay yeah and I that's what I figured spoiler alert we're gonna see him again soon so uh maybe Mm -hmm. that'll be part of it um but yeah so apparently I didn't know this at all you can shoot the sorrow and the mantis dolls off of her and collect them mm-hmm. um, I knew there were I knew there were weapons in the game but I remember the first time I played it I was real pissed that I non-lethaled her and didn't get them um, and I didn't realize that you had to shoot them off of her um, yeah. to collect them and when you shoot the sorrow off it relinquishes control of the frogs and if you shoot the mantis doll um, it frees Meryl and then you can use the dolls to possess the frogs Screaming Mantis or Meryl um, and you can possess Screaming Mantis shake your controller and it'll make her run into walls until she dies apparently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I'm pretty sure it, do- it doesn't count as a kill if you're doing a no kill run yeah so how did you guys do it because I just 
used the syringe and just kind of went ham on the tranks and well, stuns and shit. Well, that's how I did it. I got I took the dolls off because I remember the last time I ever, um, the last time I ever played the game. That's how I did it that time too, mm-hmm. and it's I feel like the most fun way to do it. Yeah, I don't and think I, I like... ever used those weapons. Period. So I feel like I missed a whole part of the game. Nah, I mean you you only use it fighting this boss. I think you can carry them over in New Game Plus, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Oh, you can? Okay. No, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, boy. Yeah. But I feel like shooting off the dolls was the easy... I feel like it was almost like a cop-out. Because as soon as you got also the doll... Also the funnest, Isaac. Okay. Fuck okay, out of here. <laughs> with your high and mighty, hoity-toity... Opinionated, everything's easy bullshit. Yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not my real dad. Don't tell me how to play my video games. Yeah, I am. Go to your room, Sam. <laughs> I am in my room. <laughs> will you stay there, Sam? Well, yeah, yeah. I will. I don't even want to leave. <laughs> you think about what you did. Don't I tell won't. me that you I like refuse. it because I'm going to find a new punishment for you, Sam. <laughs> I like. I like it. <laughs> will you go sit in the bathroom for the next ten hours? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to take away from this really quick, but it's just I, I uh, that reminded me of this meme that I saw. It was uh, last year when Nintendo was like, "We're not going to be at E3," um, and there was this meme where somebody was yelling up at Nintendo in their room. Is like, he was like, "Well, you have to come out of your room for E3." And Nintendo's like, "I don't even want to go to E3." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right on. Um, but, yeah, Sam, did you, you – oh, yeah, we already talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so essentially Scream Mantis does what the B&B core do, which is she takes her beauty form, um, same as always. Uh, and <laughs> it, you can find the statue somewhere. I can't remember where if you non-lethaled her, which is cool. Um but uh, once she's down, uh, we're revisited by a good old friend. Uh, Psycho Mantis comes out of the fucking woodwork um, and uh, tries his old, his same old tricks. Um, I will say on the original version, since there was no vibration, he was like stumped by the fact that there were no memory cards and then pissed yeah. off at the fact that he couldn't vibrate the controller. Um, but in this one, he uh, kind of takes advantage of the rumble, which is cool. Um, does he... He didn't really say anything about any save games on on me. Did he? What did he say to you guys? I feel like I didn't really no, get a reaction. Didn't. Yeah, he didn't say yeah. anything. I wasn't sure if they patched anything in, and maybe I just got the shit under well, the stick. I mean, to be the, to be fair, the only pretty much the only games that I have in my in my saves on my PS3 right now anyway are games that came out after Metal Gear Solid Four. Yeah, same here. Um, and like after and like after they would have patched in stuff. That'd be super so. fucking weird if like even. Like the last game in the PS3's lifespan just like came out and Psycho Mantis is like Oh So you like to play Persona for Arena <laughs> Ultimax Damn dude that was uh, that was pretty spot on for Ultimax Thank two you. was like one of the last games Thank I think you. that came out. Good job. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I thought you were talking about my impression. I was like, dude, Oh, wait. both pretty good, nah. I thought. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um Yeah, so I completely did not fucking note this. Do you guys know? The story on Screaming Mantis. I do not have Dude, Drebin's I, bedtime story. I zone out whenever Drebin talks about it. It was a long right, one. We'll just say that... Um, what's her name? The beauty was... 
She was a witch. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and say, spoiler alert, she's real pretty. (laughs) She's a pretty girl. Uh, Here, let's see. So I got it pulled up. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna put on my. I can't, I'm not gonna do a Drebin because I feel like that's gonna gonna come across as uh, somewhat racist, racist or something. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming Mantis was born in a war torn village in South America. Why the fuck are they all from South America or like Greece? Um, okay. Are you reading this off of the Metal Gear Wiki? Yeah, yeah. The exact same thing. Right, cool. Okay. When she was just You're gonna read this whole thing. No, I'm just gonna skim through it. When she was just a child, her village was attacked and eventually burned to the ground. Why do they all have villages burned to the ground? Why don't these fucking girls live in cities? <laughs> Did she eat somebody too? Probably. Let's find out. She took Haven inside the basement of a building, which she would soon discover was actually a makeshift torture chamber. Okay, hold on. This is some real Acme bullshit where she's like, uh, I gotta get away. She runs into something and then the, the wall falls off and it's like, oh no, it's a meat grinder. <laughs> um... However, given the constant military presence outside in the village, she wasn't able to make able to leave the corpse littered room and to make things worse, oh. she was eventually locked into the basement. Spoilers, she does eat someone. Oh no. Sorry. After weeks in the cellar keeping herself hydrated by drinking the dirty water that had pulled up on the floor, Ew. she began to hallucinate. She saw a single black praying mantis who would teach her how to block her ears from the screams how would it, how would it wait hold on what she learned from the mantis that to survive she would have to eat the corpses that littered the floor however she mm. only ate the male corpses like mantises mm. huh the starvation i love how oh go ahead <laughs> I was going to say this last know, part. Really. It's like the starvation and dehydration had done irreparable damage to her mind. She survived for several weeks and somehow made it back to the surface. How? how? Me no no. <laughs> <laughs> it was all that dick meat she was ripping into. Like, <laughs> she's, got a, she's got a mole on her lip, which is cool. Just in the full body shot, mm-hmm. not in the head shot here. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she real pretty lady brings who the, eats the new, uh, monster Brings people. a new meaning to the phrase eat your meat <laughs> <That's true. laughs> oh no oh there's a super cool play arts figure picture in here that's got her with the dolls that's pretty sick no oh. but anyway so that's yep spoiler alert she ate people just like everybody else <laughs> <laughs> it's like she had a bills run down she ate people yes south american that inexplicably, inexplicably gor- gorgeous for what happened to her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. So that's the that's the bedtime story. That's the scoop, uh, kids. Mm-hmm. Um, very nice. Let's get back to the notes. Okay, here and we then go. Frogs. And then the fru- <laughs> fruhaha. <laughs> then frogs. <laughs> that's pretty much the punctuation for every situation in this game. Yeah, nano machines <laughs> also frogs. frogs. The end. Have you guys seen that? Uh, have you guys seen that <laughs> that uh, Jeopardy clip from actual Jeopardy with David Duchovny, who's like, the answer to the question is like, "What are frogs?" And so he's like, "What are frogs?" But then he pauses for a second and he's like, "No, but what are frogs?" What are frogs? <laughs> it's the weird. That sounds like sounds like a real David Duchovny thing to do. Yeah, right. That's um, hilarious. I, 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 so I don't have any notes for the transitionary content between. Crying Mantis and Screaming Mantis, Emotion Creature, um, and Outer Haven Missile Hanger, but that's a thing, so we go from conference room to Snake running around the ship some more outside. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that it is going to cut back and forth between you running around 
Um, this sucks. So it's like another infinite spawning area. Um, so like you can't just post up and shoot things. Uh, you kind of have to keep moving. Um, so as you keep trucking along though, you'll hear dialogue. Um, and then it'll cut back at specific times to what I consider to be one of the worst cutscenes in a video game. Um, this is Meryl and Johnny going full blown fucking Mr. And Mrs. Smith on some frogs. <sighs> this is corny and stupid and unnecessary. And I hear you out there, whoever you are heckling from the audience, saying, but the choreography is really cool. Uh, sure, I guess. This is stupid. Johnny does not need to exist. I hate this so much. This is all punctuated with, will you marry me? And Meryl's like, <laughs> no. yes. And it's just like, well, no, oh, she says no God. first. She says no at first, but like, and then, it's gonna, it happens. No, and then she asks him. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Like, <sighs> I'm sorry. I was like, I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear what was happening over the sound of my dick screaming throughout the course of this entire fucking cutscene. <sighs> I don't know. Even the, the choreography was uh, okay, but I couldn't get over the fact of the matter that Johnny was just being Johnny. Well, we should probably mention that he's got real cool shades on for this. He, always, man. Yeah, so we can take. <laughs> So we can take those side glances. Exactly. So he's got these wraparound shades so that he can look at Mei Lang and not get in trouble. <laughs> I think that's why he did it. Yeah. He like, I would, I'd be willing to admit that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to um, go with that. Sam, what would you think? Oh, it is a vampire. Uh, I thought, so Johnny, I hate it. I hate it. I hate Jan- it. Johnny's not a vampire. Are we talking about Isaac? No, I was just trying to jump. I was trying to respond because you asked me what I thought. No, no, no. I was talking about Isaac. Isaac said, "Oh, it is a vampire." What are you talking about, Isaac? This little, uh, the little girl. The emoji that he sent. He didn't realize it was a vampire. Gotcha. God damn it. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, Um, Sam. Yeah. What did you What did you think about this masterpiece? This cinematic masterpiece. (laughs) Hate it. Hated it. (laughs) Sam, marry me. No, mm, no, you marry me. <laughs> fuck, fuck that whole scene. That whole scene is a whole hoe, and if you don't think that scene is a hoe, then you a hoe. That's the second time I've said that. It's my new favorite <laughs> yep. thing to say. I like it. I like it. Okay, cool. So that, yes, I agree. Five out of five. Um, yeah, so then right after that, I mean, we're probably going to come get me if you want to, but we're probably going to just curtail a lot of this bullshit and just hit the high points. So, um, then we get to the microwave hallway. Ooh, it's real good. I like this microwave hallway. Um, mm. So, you can't equip anything here except for the solid um, eye. There's no way to did pause. Did you say microwave? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to pause. Uh, there's no room for Hideo. Um, <laughs> and you can't use the codec or anything. Um, but, yeah, so... Guys, um, I feel like I can't do it justice, and Sam, you've had experience with the microwave microwave room as well. Isaac, as a newcomer to the microwave hallway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what can you tell us about? Tell our listeners at home, if they have their eyes closed right now, and they're praying, what can they imagine as as the microwave hallway? What's, go, what's what going on here? Tell us, your, tell us your feelings. Well, um... Tell us your... Let it flow. F- let it flow, let, let it, it flow. flow. <laughs> so first of all, you're um 
you're walking along. I think everything's okay. Mm-hmm, everything's mm-hmm. wonderful. It's a sunny Perfect. day outside. It's warm, you know. Yeah, your friends uh, are playing in the in the water behind you. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like it's like a day out at the beach, really. Yeah. And then it hits you. A microwave. Like a like a, like a stinky fart. Like <laughs> like a smelly juicy fart. Cat. Cat? Oh. Okay. So you think it's talking about smelly cat? Smelly, smelly cat. cat. <laughs> oh, smelly cat. <laughs> wow. But yeah, but anyway. so what is so do they use this hallway for burritos or what's going on here, Isaac? I mean, I think they're trying to make burritos <laughs> I couldn't really get the direction of this part where they're like trying to inject you like baste you with those little things that stick out from the wall oh, um, yeah, are they trying to like baste the food that comes through um, I don't know um, and then you uh, start to feel a little pain halfway through and um, uh then you start to die. Yeah, it's Almost. fucking intense. Like this is, if Metal Gear Solid Four were to have like a Last of Us moment, like that's what this is. Um, but I, go ahead, Isaac. I was just gonna say it was very scary because don't you have to like, do you have to like uh, mash a button or something like that? Yeah. Um, so there, are co- I think you have to press triangle a bunch. Yeah, there are a couple moments yeah. where you have to do that, um, especially towards the end. Um, I would say almost too much so. Like, maybe if it was just, like, walking forward, it would have been cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I get that they're, like, trying to make you feel the pain. engaged in the moment. Yeah, feel the pain in your arm. <laughs> your fingertip. Um, which it's kind of like the, I guess they didn't have, like, a, 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 a torture scene in this game mm. where all the other ones did. So I feel like mm-hmm. this is them trying so to. this was it. Yeah, this was the torture scene. Um, so to kind of roll it back for a second, I think what it is. So essentially, you've entered this hallway that's going to lead you to the AI that you're trying to get to to uh, correct destroy it. Um, and what's happening is that this is like a huge fucking security system. Um, and if I, th- I think it's like if your nano machines aren't recognized or whatever, that it's just going to like cook you alive on your way in. Um, so what happens is like. You walk through, and, like, Snake's walking kind of slow. Like, you're not running. He's just, like, walking because he's, like, exhausted. Um, Very clearly, like, at the beginning of the mission briefing, he was, like, huffing on some oxygen and just, like, feeling like shit. Um, So Snake's kind of at the end of his road, um, and it keeps split-screen cutting to, like, Johnny, Merrill, Raiden, Mei Ling, everybody else kind of fighting. So this is kind of like the weird, like, spirit bomb, like, lend me your prayers, like, earthbound thing. It's weird because it's, like, as he's doing this, like, they're fighting, and then they're, like getting shot to pieces yeah like, like they're fighting and like not doing good is the thing yeah so this, all, is, this yeah. microwave is, is lost this microwave is cooking cooking <laughs> snake uh well oh, done with ketchup can we talk yeah, about his, his suits falling Busting apart and shit no yeah hands. let's talk about riding oh yeah right just comes in mouth. like a yeah. fucking like a like a foot mouth man <laughs> like a armless armless <laughs> Armless mouth boy. He's a torso boy. Live good, in the good, flesh. Good, 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 good torso boy. That's a real good boy. He's a good boy. But yeah, he just comes in there like good. a fucking tap dancing demon with a sword in his mouth. Tap dancing demon. It's weird. But yeah. So I feel like if he had a bit more of like a medieval design, like that would be a Dark Souls boss. Oh, absolutely. I, as soon as you said medieval, I was like, yep, I see where this is going. 
Yeah. Yeah, he looks like, like some... No, he doesn't have any arms, but his feet and his mouth, he controls the sword, and he you can't beat him, because, of course, you can't. It's Dark Souls. Yeah, he's like a weird cross between, like, Sif and, like, the Sentry Knights from, like, Dark Souls 2, just, like, combined. It's weird. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, so Snake's literally getting cooked. Like, his suit's falling apart. His skin is on fire. Um, he's... I remember the first time that I went through this, this this time, I feel like it's kind of scripted to be this way, but my anxiety the first time was like, I don't think I'm going to live long enough to get to the end of this. Yeah, that was how Mm -hmm. I felt, but I guess it is more or less scripted. Yeah, but I, I now I'm felt... so fucking jaded that when games do this, I'm just like, oh, no, everything's going to be all right. But like as younger, <laughs> like a couple of years ago, I was just like, <gasps> yeah, I was mashing that triangle button pretty hard. Yeah, not going to lie. It was a brutal, intense moment. Yes, it's quite quite good. But and then we arrive uh, for a fuck ton of cutscenes. You get a cutscene. You get a cutscene. Everybody gets a cutscene. <laughs> Yeah, so I took some kind of real simple chicken scratch notes. So for everybody listening, I am back home in Alabama sitting in my old bedroom, which has now been converted into an office. Uh, I have a backpack filled with clothes, and that is it. Um, So I kind of rushed through getting everything done before I left Missouri last week. Or no, this week, excuse me, um, earlier in the week. Um, So I kind of sped took notes. So obviously if if you guys uh, get to a point where you're like, hey, Alessio, let me stop you there, buddy. Um, And just give me like a little pat on the back or whatever. Um, Essentially what happens is like... We do kind of get sort of what you would expect, which is like all these cutscenes about like GW and the AI systems and, 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 uh, all this jazz. Uh, one thing that I really enjoyed is that the, uh, room holding GW has all these like tombstone looking fucking things. So like the way that they house the, uh, the way that they house the AI units and like the cooling units for the AI is through these like tombstone looking things. Um, so I really, really dug that a lot. Um, but essentially we go into this section and, uh, snake, uh, he's inputting a virus. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. To shut down liquid's control of the whole, whole deal. Wasn't it? um, So essentially the revamped virus that what's her Sonny wrote that E E yeah. Sonny wrote it. I think using EE's code, if that's correct. Something like that. Um, Emma's old <laughs> <code>. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think that's right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, essentially what ends up happening is you destroy uh, GW, for lack of a, a better phrase. Um, we get a lot of sort of expo dump uh, from Snake and sort of background and stuff like that as typical. I'm pretty sure there's like a couple cutscene changes. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, kind of what ends up happening, uh, again, we got a lot of a lot of shit to cover this episode, so what ends up happening is GW just kind of gets shut down. Um, mm. And then based on my notes, uh, essentially Snake, once the cutscenes are, are concluded, Snake is laying on his back on Outer Haven, and Otacon goes to find a medic. Um, but the whole fucking time, I was asking myself, like, wait a minute, but where's Liquid? Um, and then that's when Liquid Ocelot shows up. And uh, you and Liquid Ocelot essentially get into a mono e mono fisticuff fight at the top of Outer Haven.
yeah. Do you guys have anything else to add? Because this fight's about <laughs> to get fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah. This fucking fight is incredible. And my favorite part about this fight is how the life bars change through, like, as the phases of battle and the theme songs change as phases of battle. Yeah. Um, to kind of, like, reflect the, the series. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, let, let me lay the groundwork, I guess. So, if you're listening at home and, and you can't play or you haven't played essentially what this is is like the game now becomes like a 2d fighter like you're playing like a fucking street fighter clone um and uh it's snake versus ocelot and what's happening is uh there's think of it as like four rounds so it's kind of cheap because like snake only gets one health bar but ocelot has like essentially like four rounds worth of health um but you go through and at first it's mgs1 liquid um, and then it's uh, Liquid Ocelot from MGS2, and then it's Ocelot from MGS3, and then it's Liquid Ocelot from MGS4. Um, and uh, as you go through each phase, like uh, like Sam said, the health bar changes, the music changes, even Ocelot's like stance and like catchphrases kind of change. Um, it's pretty fucking great. Um, I like this a lot. Like I was, every time I get to this, I grin like ear to ear. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like all about it. Like I'm a fucking kid at Christmas. <laughs> Isaac, what did you think about this? This is your first time. So what what was going through your head? Um Okay, so to to go back um to preface this. Yes. So they're like f- uh, Snake and Ocelot are like going crazy and fighting and throwing punches and whatnot. And then it gets to the end when they s- almost like sync up and each hit oh yeah because they're punching each other's fists yeah and then like yeah they're syncing up their hits and so um <laughs> and then they get us the they get um oh, what's his name ocelot has a bunch of syringes so <laughs> so they each grab one and then they eject each other <laughs> like, oh that's right so that they can't predict each other's moves <laughs> so, I just thought it was so, funny it's that so they, fucking Dragon Ball Z. It's so fucking they Dragon did, Ball. They they didn't do their own neck. They went and did each other's. Yeah, it was just like this is too much. Mm-hmm. And then they got real close. Uh, it mm-hmm. looked like they were about to kiss for a second, but they didn't. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, so they inject each other with the syringes, and that's when the health bars f- uh, fill yeah. up. Like, and <laughs> As soon as that happened, and then like the camera backed up to like the the two D fighting game camera, yeah. I was like, "Oh yes, this is gonna <laughs> be awesome." Um, I thought this it was... just turns into Super Smash Bros with Liquid and Snake. That'd be yeah. amazing. It's literal Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see mm-hmm. what you did there. Yeah, buddy. So, yeah, the controls are kind of shitty, though. Like, that's my one complaint. Yeah. Is, like, I wish it was, like, fighting game controls, but unfortunately it is not. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I um, I died a couple... <laughs> I died a yeah. few times here. No, I, I couldn't so figure I, the controls out. Yeah, it's... When it doesn't... I don't think it prompts you, either. Mm-hmm. Like, you just got to figure it out. Um, so, L1 is guard. R1, if you press it lightly, is a punch. But if you hold it, it's a CQC. Um, which makes sense, because, like, that's... The R1 shit is kind of part of the whatever par for course yeah um when you're guarding though r1 is a strong punch and if you're dashing r1 is a body blow so let me tell you how to how to guard and dash real quick so well guard is l1 but dashing uh you have to you have to press x to duck but if you're moving and you press x you like dash 
Um, and then if you press triangle, whenever it shows up, it does like a special move. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it, it is Metal Gear controls, but it's like from this vantage point, it just doesn't fucking make sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Fuck it, man. So yeah, let's just talk Damn about machines. these in phases, I guess. Um, so for the MGS1 fight, the music's fucking dope. Um, it's real good. Um, this one was kind of weird because like when the music came on and the health bar showed up, I just wanted to do it like like the liquid fight, which is just like punch him and run around him. But obviously it's 2D, so you can't. Um, I kind of found that like if you just keep your moves varied up enough, he won't really be able to do shit. Um, mm-hmm. So it's actually not too hard. Um, I didn't think, for me, I think the hardest ones were like Phase 2 and Phase 3. Um, what did you guys think of the MGS1 chunk? Yeah, not too bad. It was pretty yeah. straightforward once here's, you figured out the controls. Yeah, here's the deal too. You can almost kind of cheat because like MGS1 Liquid isn't going to really utilize a lot of the sort of like more advanced shit. So if you if you get him in CQC grappling, like that's kind of... That's kind of it. Like, you can mm. just kind of keep spamming CQC and just, like, dodge, and you're fine. Um, yeah, Phase 2 is uh, MGS2, Liquid Ocelot. Um, his moves don't really change too much, um, but his headbutt instead becomes, like, this weird wind-up punch, and I did get fucking hit with that, and it does do a shit ton of damage. Um, so you do have to kind of make sure that you dodge it. Um, if you can't dodge, definitely try to block it, but, like, with blocking, you do still take damage. Um, and this one's pretty easy. Um, if you just keep blocking and attacking, um, I figured everything was fine. Um, I think if you take two, maybe three of those wind-up punches, I think it's two, though. Like, you're just kind of fucked. Um, but besides that, I thought it was pretty pretty standard. Did you guys get fucked up by that wind-up punch? Mm, I don't think I did. Yeah. I, I did. No. <laughs> <laughs> the music here, the music here is really good too. So hopefully I can find all of the changeover music, so I can just yeah. kind of slip it in the background while we're talking. I did like um, all the all the different uh, themes, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. from all the different games. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got MGS3 Ocelot. I really wanted him to do like the, <laughs> um, but he did not. I don't think. Not on mine. I don't know. I don't know if you, like, idle or keep it going long enough. Maybe they fuck around. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, all of a sudden he just knows CQC, which I thought was weird that they didn't include it in MGS1 and MGS2 Ocelot because it's like he would have known. Um, but this whole thing is kind of CQC grab. Uh, our, grabs are us, I guess. Um <laughs> This is kind of where the triangle shit starts to happen, because, like, when Ocelot grabs you, you can wiggle the analog stick, but there's also a couple different triangle things to kind of, like, knock him down as you break out of his grabs. Um, You can also do a... (laughs) You can knock Ocelot down, and it'll prompt you with, like, R1, and so you can just, like, punch his ass while he's down on the ground, (laughs) which I thought was really funny, Um, because it does a lot of damage. Uh, It's pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, um... I think for the most part, if you kind of CQC back when he does it, it kind of counters out, but I don't think you can block. So this is kind of like a very aggressive round, I guess. Um, If you... I'm trying to think of where it was. I think... So there's a moment where you can... There's a moment where it prompts you to hit R1 to punch him like a shit ton of times, which to me was kind of like this uh, Azura's Wrath kind of like... <laughs> um, punch, punches, punches finger and shatter him into pieces. Yeah, and you can punch the shit out of him. And at the end, he does this like splendid brother, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, 
and uh, and yeah, it's pretty. And you guys are fighting. I forgot that there's like pillars around, um, so you can kind of like get near the pillars and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and then the fight will kind of shift into its final form. Um, phase four. This is just Ocelot. Um, he's not about some CQC in this phase at all. He just doesn't fucking use it, from what I gathered. Um, and just in general, this whole thing is just moving and punching. Like that's all he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for the most part, like once it's here, all you really have to do is punch him, and then it just goes into this like cutscene punch. Um, to show you, and then you just do it again, and it cutscene punches again, and you just kind of like it kind of climactically ramps into cutscene. Um, yeah. But you can, if he punches, I think you can get punched really hard at this point. And if I remember correctly, doesn't he like kiss you on the cheek or like kiss you on the forehead or something? There's some like weird, like, <laughs> gotcha, like moment <laughs> that happens. Um, but yeah, so essentially you just beat the shit out of Ocelot, and the fight ends. Um, Here's the deal, though, you guys. You guys are going to hate me for this. I don't know if you guys know more than I do. I kind of ceased to take notes at this point. Um, I just kind of wrote, like, hooray, MGS4 is done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I know Ocelot gets knocked down, but, like, does he get arrested? I don't think he, like, dies, does he? Like, does he die? Because I know he, he does unveil his entire scheme, uh, which is like he's been here are the big bad spoilers um, and I'm just going to pull up a thing just so I make sure I don't fuck this up um, essentially he's been playing the system and tricking everybody and he kind of ends up being this like sol- uh, I, was, I was about to say Solidus Snape <laughs> um, he becomes this Cerberus Snape kind of figure where I mean he's not necessarily a good guy uh, in the nicest of terms, but he does kind of reveal that from the moment that he got Liquid's arm onward, it was like he knew about the Patriots, so he's going to try and trick everybody in every possible way. So like literally nobody knew anything about him or his intentions whatsoever, ever, just so he could trick the system into doing whatever. Um. Oh, and I, I'm actually, I just realized that I'm literally screwing up at what part in the game this happens. So if you guys want, we can come back to this later. Um, but it does, <laughs> this is uh, kind of towards the end of the credits. So yeah. he, uh, he does die. Oh, he does Legend die. So far he dies. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Good Fuck job. yes. Hell yeah. Nanomachines run out. So yeah. Basically, he says that he's Liquid's doppelganger, I guess. Yeah, he says some, Um, like, ominous, like... I remember he says some, like, ambiguous shit that, like, doesn't really make any sense, which is why it gets kind of explained, I guess, in the epilogue. Yeah. Um, But... And then, yeah, he says very vague things, like, and you are him, or something like that. (laughs) And I'm like, okay... Yeah, he kind of alludes to like the fact that like a transformation has been complete. That you're kind of like yeah. what? Sure. Uh, yeah, sure, guy. <laughs> sure, dude. Um, sure, guy. <laughs> but essentially, uh, we get to this epilogue scene. I'm not gonna. So just to be fair, I'm gonna go ahead and preface here. The Guinness Book of World Records uh, straight up says that MGS4 has like the longest cutscene in video games, um, and it's this fucking cutscene. Um, so I'm not even kidding. Like I, I wish I was kidding. It. Let me pull it up real quick. 
Um, so the Guinness Book of World Records says MGS4. So MGS4 holds two world records. And Dang. let's see. At 71 minutes of length, the longest individual cutscene is 27 minutes, which happens to be within a 71-minute sequence of the same game. Jeez. So MGS4 has longest cutscene in a video game, 27 minutes, and then longest cutscene sequence in a video game at 71 minutes. Um, also, fun fact, MGS4 is the fifth most expensive video game ever made with a development budget of $60 million. Oof. Dang. Jesus. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so this is that, this is, like, is the 27-minute cutscene, but it does come back to back to back to back in a fucking 71-minute, like, sequence. Yeah. yeah. You punch, you punch, uh... You punch uh, Ocelot to death, and then, yeah, you're not playing a video game anymore. Yeah, and now, hey, I hope you like that game. Here's a, a feature film to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so then we watched this fucking crazy long movie. I, I'm literally not going to sit here and go beat by beat on this long-ass cutscene, but I will say, uh, post-final ba- battle, we get some real garbage. Uh, so we get to see Meryl and Johnny get fucking married, uh, <laughs> which is so fuck, stupid. Fuck, uh, fuck, 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 fuck off! Well, and not only that, but, like, fuck the fucking marriage is happening on an airstrip with the Nomad as, like, where they're yeah. getting married. Um, it's just real goofy. Like Meryl's character model does not look like it belongs in a wedding dress. Like the whole yeah. thing looks like a weird fan mod. Like <laughs> kind of looks like 2d from that music video. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty crazy. Um, so yeah. So essentially we see this marriage thing and it's kind of interspliced with snake going back to the cemetery. Um, to go back to the tombstone, um, which the tombstone I'm pretty sure is revealed to be boss's tombstone. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm having to do a lot of fucking last yeah, minute. That's, that's it is boss's tombstone. Just, Does it, is it say like fallen Patriot or whatever on it? It has something on it. We can link it here in the description. You guys can read it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I just don't get. It's like, I just don't understand why snake would know about no, he, boss. Was at, he was no he was at he was at big boss's grave oh gotcha okay oh yeah because big boss was buried next to the boss i boss. think yeah is that right i'm not stupid i think so yeah. anyway so that's going on and then the coolest shit ever um well well so before we get to the coolest shit ever i just kind of there's like a lot of shit that happens with like drebin and oh god oh, that's true well when i said coolest and, shit ever i don't think we're i don't think we're talking about the same coolest shit ever no like the credits and then the thing. No, like, I'm talking. What? I'm talking about suicide, baby. Oh, suicide, baby. <laughs> suicide, baby. But no, continue with the Drebin shit. <laughs> that's the. That's, it's, a, that's a, a problematic. That was a problematic thing to say. No, so suicide babies is the Muppet Babies esque prequel to Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> is it just as bad, Sam? Sam, go ahead and do your Drebin talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drebin, Drebin is talking to Otacon. He's real drunk. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and he essentially just tells them everything. Um the all of the Drebins were working for the Patriots and that's why they could hack the thing and that's why they allowed gun launderers to exist and um all the Drebins were under orders to help uh or he was under orders to help Snake and um the Rat Patrol and to get to essentially kill Liquid. Um and they didn't know it was gonna have this result where the whole fucking the whole they would end their whole grip on society. Oh, that's right too. That's like one thing that. that we totally forgot to mention is that uh, Snake's virus not only destroyed GW but also like destroyed the system. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. 
which is real weird because didn't they just spend like 30 minutes preaching about how taking the system down would like kill all of these soldiers that had nanomachines? Yep. Um, that's okay. Yeah. So that's just pretend hand pretend, wave. Just pretend. Yeah, it's fine. Shh. 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 What else? What, okay. what else? What else happens? Sampai. Fucking like he talks about. He talks about like, oh, rap rap PT one is an anagram for Patriot. Fuck off. And like, yeah, it's just like he just goes into this big old drunken rant about the Patriots and how everything's dumb and I don't know. Nice. Well, yes. Yeah. And then we talk Can about I, suicide for a second. Oh, can go I ahead. Talk Isaac, about uh, Drevin too. Oh yeah. I Drevin just want to bring two? up or Drevin one, also. Um, both. Drevin okay. point two. Okay. Uh, I just want to talk about the ridiculousness when he pulls up. Um, he says, "Oh, I have a gift for you." Oh yeah, that's right. It's Meryl's <laughs> wedding gift, right? He, well, he opens up this his tank and there's like a, a, a you know it's filled with flowers and there's a I have another gift for you and then just like birds come out of nowhere <laughs> and just like fly out <laughs> I died at oh, that point they, I rolled they, all the Drebens I forgot all the Drebens made a new thing and it's just called Drebens and their new their new slogan instead of I have you is we have yours Oh god! <laughs> yeah, like we have, we've got your six or something like that. Something I guess something like I don't that. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll say threw up in the background. I don't know if you guys saw my character model back there, just uh, throwing. Yeah, it was, I saw it. And then Sonny just gave Mark three to some kid. <laughs> oh yeah, because Sonny's now in love with some Puerto Rican kid for some some yeah. fucking reason. Like, where did this kid come from? Yeah, he's a spy. And then. And then Raiden had surgery and he's more, he looks like he's more human now. And then he oh yeah he visits he, Rose, he visit Rose and his son and yeah his son looks like a real Titus baby. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cried. <laughs> you, you cried. You cried. <laughs> you cried. Yeah, and then like Rosemary's is like my marriage to to Roy and and my miscarriage and everything was that was alive so that we could protect our son. Um, what if so that's a lie, though? Wouldn't... What if she was just, like, real into Roy's dick? Oof. Like, the whole time? <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly, just seeing his son, Ryan's okay again. Yeah. He's... Then, now, we can, now we can get to the He, he whips, whips, he weeps semen tears. Excuse me, Ew. artificial blood tears. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Anyway, so yeah, so then we're back in the cemetery. The cemetery. Um, and I remember prior to playing MGS4, I'd read all this shit about, like, the original ending for MGS4, Kojima wanted Snake to die, and nobody else thought that was a good idea. So when I got to this part, I was like, oh, shit, like, were those, like, reverse spoilers to get people, like, hyped? Um, because Snake puts a gun in his mouth, and then the screen cuts to black, and then you just hear a gunshot. Mm. And I was just like, oh, shit. And then the credits. The first time, rolling. the first time, yeah, the first time I ever saw that, I was like, "Is that really how that's going to end?" <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Well, yeah, it's dude. Not how it ends, dude. If yeah, if anything, for me, I was like, you know what? Like, I know that a lot of people are probably really upset, but I'm totally okay with this because, like, he's just like, fuck it. Like, I know I'm going to become like a walking WMD. Like, I'm gonna just get out of here. Um, and I don't know, man. Like, I mean, it was very like oh no, like a soldier can't take his own life? That's dishonorable. But I was just like, whatever, dude. Like, Snake's tired. Like, fuck off. 
Yeah. Um, Soldier, and for the record, soldiers take their lives all the time. Yeah. In the real world, it's a it's a problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I was just like, oh shit! So the credits start rolling, right? And then they get to the voice actors, and then they get to the big boss voice actor, and then it stops. And you're like, I remember as it passed, I was like, huh? I don't remember Big Boss even being in this game. And then it just like held on Big Boss, and I was like. What? <laughs> What's going on? What the fuck is going on? And then, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> my dad. Um, and then it fades away, and uh, fucking Big Boss, as portrayed by his like dope jacket and eye patch and like Sean Connery face uh, in the MGS One booklet, just like walks up to Snake, like he's just been a real absentee father for a long time, and he's just coming home for a second. Um, so it's real weird, man. Snake's just like, who you? And he's like, me dad. And they're just like, oh shit. <laughs> who uh, you, me dad? Um, but yeah, so Big Boss and Snake just kind of like, dude, I don't know. I got kind of choked up. Like, I was just like, oh my God, mm. the family's back together. The first time I saw this, I like, I was, I was very caught up. Yeah. If anything, I was just my like, emotion. why can't Big Mama be here too? Um, but yeah, so Snake and Snake and Big Boss have their own little. They're just chatting. Big Boss is. I'm pretty sure he lights up his cigar, if I remember correctly. Um, and they're just kind of going back and forth. It uh, doesn't really seem like there's a lot of like anonymity here. That's the weird part. Is it feels like Metal Gear One and Two didn't really happen the way that they're talking. You know what I mean? Um, definitely yeah. doesn't feel like there was any sort of like weird like you're a bad guy situation. Yeah, they didn't bring up like everything that happened in in Metal Gear Two and One and Two and everything. Yeah, so they they're just like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so Dude. so they're just chilling, and so this is where the Liquid Ocelot shit comes in because Big Boss just feels the need to be like, "Yo, dog, I owe you some answers." So essentially, what's going on is like Big Boss was like a vegetable. I think he was just kind of like in deep storage somewhere, and what it is is like they were able to kind of like put him back together again during the past few games um and apparently ocelot was helping keep him hidden so essentially what happens is that um oh and real quick too just to roll it back so sunny had modified the fox die which was called fox alive uh to destroy the patriot controls like totally so that's part of kind of what what leads up to this um everything's fine um, but Big Boss later reveals to Snake that Liquid's quote-unquote possession of Ocelot was all bullshit, and that it was all part of... Uh, essentially what he says is that Big Boss, Eva, and Ocelot were all in this kind of together, but I think Eva wasn't intentionally filled in to some of it to kind of keep her in the dark. Um, so Ocelot's whole possession thing was a ruse uh, in order to fool the Patriots, um, and they wanted to lower the Patriots' guard. Uh, Big Boss elaborates that Ocelot was able to use hypnosis and psychotherapy, plus drugs and nanomachines to, like, pretend to be liquid. Um, mm-hmm. And then Ocelot removed the transplanted arm of liquid because of the so-called possessions during the Manhattan incident had caused, like, a weird imbalance. Um, and so with the DNA data that he stole to access and hijack the SOP system, it was actually Solidus's DNA as Solidus and Big Boss shared exactly the same DNA. Um, and so by adopting the persona of Liquid onto his own, uh, Ocelot's able to kind of do whatever the fuck he wants. 
um, and the Patriots have like this weird false sense of security. And so Big Boss uh, then reveals that like the Patriots assumed that Liquid was the only threat and that he had like little threat. So they were like, whatever. Um, and so that's why they were like, fuck it. Like we dealt with Liquid Snake. We can deal with Liquid Ocelot. So they underestimated the shit out of him. Um, and then the Patriots decided to act against him with like very little effort. And so Snake was like the main agent to do this uh, throughout the course of all of the games. Um, and so even though Liquid Ocelot seemingly died from exhaustion earlier, uh, Big Boss kind of explains that he had actually died because of the new Fox Die virus, which Snake had been injected with by Drebin, just in case. Uh, so all this time, ever since Snake injected Drebin, uh, if Snake would have just gotten close to Liquid, which makes no sense, because in the Europe thing, they're, like, essentially touching. Um, but in essence, essentially Drebin injected him with a new fox die, which killed the Patriots. But, and here's where everything fucking goes out the window, Big Boss, I'm pretty sure, explains that this new fox die, like, fixed the problems that Snake was having. And that he should have, like, additional years to live now. Is that right? Because I know that the way this all ends is with Snake being like, I'm going to keep on living. Um, I think it neutralizes. It neutralizes the him turning into a fucking weapon of mass destruction. I think he's still aging and is still going to die, but he's not going to like hurt people when he dies. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. So anyway, all this shit happens. Big Boss kind of tells him what's up. We also find out that Marinade Bag Snake <laughs> was actually the body of Solidus. <laughs> Um, yeah. So the BBQ marinade bag was Solidus's corpse and not Big Boss's, um, and uh, yeah, and then Zero fucking gets wheeled out. Um, <laughs> so <Ta-da! weird. laughs> it's like that meme. It's like Zero comes out and like Will Smith is just like, mm. like that Will Smith meme where he's like gesturing towards the thing. It just he just shows up and gestures towards this very, very decrepit looking. Yeah, it, he looks like Darth Vader. In, like, yeah. episodes four, five, and six. Uh, just, like, real gross. Um, and, and then Big Boss almost, like, has pity on his full old friend, which to me is what makes this whole, like, oh, it was two friends just battling it out kind of thing uh, have some weight. And, like, it makes me kind of care um, because Big Boss totally treats Zero like an equal and just kind of says, like, we got so deep into this shit that, like, we totally forgot what was even going on in the first place and just like, I don't know, very much so takes pity on this dude. Um, and then just says like, he's been veg- vegetableized and like treated like this. So like, I'm just going to cut off his life support so that like my friend can go to sleep. Um, and then essentially the new Fox die that killed Ocelot also takes big boss higher Q mm-hmm. Creed guitar rift. Can you take me higher? So Big Boss dies. Man, we, better, we better be careful because that was so on point that I feel like they're going to come oh, to us. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure. Bi- a place I can't remember. Where <laughs> going now. <laughs> I yes, can't remember, then, but I'm pretty sure Big Boss like that? slumps onto the grave of the boss, which is yeah. like real sad. Um, so essentially, like, the entire cast of MGS3 finally dies, is what's yeah. happening here. Mm. It's just, like, it's it's so fucking dramatic. He's like, uh, I'm going to, we need to take everything back to zero, and zero needs to go back to nothing. And then he kills zero, and then he's <laughs> like, hey, hey, Snake's like, are you going back to zero, too? <laughs> Snake's like, and Big Boss is are like, you going to be able to come yeah, celebrate dude. my birthdays now? <laughs> dad, <laughs> you are my real dad. <laughs> 
Um, but he's the big boss is like, yeah, yeah, dude, I gotta go. And then he's like, I don't gotta kill myself. <laughs> it's just so fucking the fox die. It's just like, didn't he just tell him that like the fox die that he has now isn't isn't bad? Yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, it but just, then it's gonna kill him still too. Yeah, it just straight up is like give a give your daddy a hug, and then the hug kills him. Essentially, it's <laughs> like what happened. Um, but yeah, and then Big Boss is no more. So yeah, he uh, well, so he 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 slumps on the boss's grave. Snake helps him over, and then he salutes the grave mm-hmm. um, for one last time, and then he passes on to. And then he has like this, not zero. like a monologue or anything, but he just kind of continues to live with Sunny and Ocelot, or Sunny and Otacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is real. I want to play the. I want to play the Metal Gear Solid Five that could have been, where it's just like Harvest Moon, Old Man Simulator, and you just play as like Snake living with Sunny and Ocelot or Otacon uh, in the woods. <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. Um, also, I really wish Big Boss wouldn't have died. That way, we could have had like a dope ass, like grump, grumpiest old man. The game where it's like Old Snake <laughs> and Big Boss like back to back, like going to fucking shuffleboard class and like painting. Mm-hmm. But yes, so that, my friends, is yeah. the the end of well, Metal Gear Solid Four. So, sorry, one last thing. <gasps> Post credit scene. This, this, this is uh, potentially the most important thing in the game. Sunny, <laughs> Sunny finally cooks perfect eggs. That's <gasps> true. Sort of looks like the sun. It's rising again. Oh, <laughs> and the epilogue is cute. Metal Gear Rising: Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah the uh i will say the uh epilogue is actually called naked sin so it's actually the first time that we don't have the sun sort of mm. epilogue um and let me see here real quick so yeah oh yeah so that so that is the post credit scene so essentially we get the credits again after big boss dies and then when we get to the post credit scene it's Otacon tries to hand over cigarettes to snake as he had merely forgotten them however snake decides to quit smoking uh, Snake then mentions that he is going to make sure that he sees the new world and he had an effect in creating uh, with a little amount of time left in his life. Otacon then suggests that he join him, largely as he could witness Snake's last days and tell the world about them. Um, and then, although he also admits that he also doesn't want to eat Sunny's prepared meals alone, and then Sunny requests that everyone come and see her perfect eggs. Um, but yes. Aww. It's pretty good. Apparently, she was originally addressing Otacon and Snake to see the eggs, but Hideo Kojima changed it so it would be ambiguous as to who she was referring to. The change was last minute as it used cinematics from the original line. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Pretty dope. And that's it, you guys. That's it's all about good. old people continuing to live. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you guys see so the... Cool. Uh, so we are going to... <laughs> Did you guys see the uh, um, uh, Kojima credit? In the credits? Uh-uh. What did it say? He's uh, credited for the voice of God. Oh, uh, no, that's that. right. I oh, forgot about yeah, that. yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but what, is that actually in the game? Uh, so I like, looked it up, like, and it's not, but it is. No, it's like I, no I know, but like, is his somebody, voice in the game? Yeah, somebody yells after, I pr- I'm pretty sure, and I could be remembering this wrong, somebody yells after the Screaming Mantis battle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um traitor it, no it's like after after because one thing we forgot to bring up a, a part of that is after psycho mantis gets punked and he <laughs> blows up um i think that's when you hear the voice of god and then so, and then uh the sorrow is like you're good dude jesus i think it was it up. is kojima too i, I was i was looking it up because i kind of caught my eye when i was 
drowsing in and out watching the credits. Um, but then somebody... <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. It is the Psychomantis thing, uh, Sam. Yeah. I just saw it. So somebody linked, um, I think it was a Peace Walker scene. Oh, yeah. No, I've... Yeah. So you, you know find Kojima about? in... Yeah, you find Kojima in Peace Walker. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure either Snake or Kazuhiro Miller refers to him as God. Yeah, or he's like talking to this girl who has a very close... Cosima. Um, and then he says, that sounds... That's very close to... Kojima or something like that mm-hmm. and then her full name kind of sounds similar to Kojima is God or something like that oh yeah yeah um, but then I didn't realize like, it's like a two minute scene about him saying Kojima is God Kojima <laughs> is God I'm like what it's so weird I didn't realize that uh, Kojima's dad died when Kojima was 13 jeez that's Holy super crap. upsetting Anyway, but yeah, so that was that. Um, so yeah, real quick, you guys, uh, for reasons that will become known soon, uh, we are going to talk about our overall thoughts on MGS4 um, now, as opposed to a dedicated episode, um, and then we are going to dive into listener responses. So, mm-hmm. Isaac, start us off being the new boy in town. Um, what did you? <laughs> the what new did, boy. <laughs> what did you think of? Uh, what did you think of MGS4 in the pantheon of games? I thought it was pretty good. It was... um, (laughs) I like the inflection there. (laughs) I mean, all right, so... It almost had a question mark at the end of it. Pretty pretty good. That's how I feel. Um, No, okay, so before we started playing, you guys always talked about how the story was trash and the (laughs) gameplay was good. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, no, you're you're just being too critical too much of a cam dog oh to, no <laughs> to bring up past but okay so for me the story was started out pretty good it was it was it was a good way to like tie everything together um but then i could i could tell what you guys meant by is just ridiculous <laughs> Because mm-hmm. hate fu- Hideo Kojima hate fucking his fans. <laughs> yeah, it just the, becomes like fan fiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty pretty uh, pretty hammy to me, <laughs> which sucks because like up to because we've we've uh, we've alluded to this multiple times over the course of this season, but um, this is uh, uh, up to this point. This was the most I'd say mechanically solid Metal Gear game oh, yeah. that had ever mm-hmm. come out. I agree. Like, And to this day, like the controls are great. They're mm-hmm. still really good. I actually prefer um, this over 5, honestly. Mm, me too. But but yeah, it was just it's just so weird and it's just like the story is it's just like let me it's 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 about tying up loose ends and a lot of them didn't really need to be tied up essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's fan service, and it's a lot of it is fan service in the worst possible way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish it would have just been like less is more, and just been like we're gonna tie up some major shit, and like maybe tease enough of some of the small stuff for you to kind of fill in the gaps on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I didn't need to literally see half of this shit. Like, no offense, but like Mei Ling could have not have come back and just been mentioned, and it would have been fine. Um, or like just the weird Naomi Otacon stuff. Like, I mean, that's fine that they're back in each other's lives and stuff like that, but it's just like the way it was handled was so fucking cheesy in my opinion. Yeah, but I agree. 
I guess like all of the relationships kind of were super cheesy. Yeah, I think Metal Gear's had a real uh, hard time depicting any sort of human emotions outside of those involved with like military things. Because mm. it's like trying to shoehorn romance into what essentially is like a tactical stealth game. And it's just like, I don't know, to me, any sort of like romance or like, I mean, sadness, shit, like they do a pretty good job with it. Like I've legitimately like cried uh, while playing some Metal Gear in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So like the sad stuff's fine, but like the romance stuff is a little weird. The Beauty and the Beast Squad stuff was super overdone. Um, I don't know. It just kind of seems like he just kind of, Kojima and everybody involved just kind of like cranked everything up to 11. And I'm sure they had fun making this game, or at least I hope so, because Right now, it feels like nobody really got a lot out of it. <laughs> but yeah. Well, besides that, I mean, how did you? Uh, did you have any like favorite moments or any sort of takeaways or where do you, where would you fit I like, this? I like the part where all of the girls ate people. Oh yeah, <laughs> Drebin. That's how he always uh, addressed Drebin. He never. Um, he never had like a an easy easy going way about talking to Drebin. It was always Drebin or Drebin. It's because he's black. Drebin. 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 I I'm trying to think back because uh, we kind of stretched this out. Quite a ways, <laughs> so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I will still say, uh, which act was that? The one where it was just total nostalgia, uh, Metal Gear Solid. Act four, is that Act four? Act four. Then yeah, yes. with Shadow Moses. Yes, that was a good one. I, I mean, I can't really pick a best one. Because I liked them all for um, certain things, mm-hmm. but yeah, there were. I mean, there were a lot of really cool moments. I think, I think isolated, the individual moments were wonderful. I think mm-hmm. the glue holding all these isolated moments together felt like tenuous at best, and just kind of felt like an excuse to have this shit happen. Which is fine, like, because past Metal Gears, like, have never, like, globe-trotted as hard as this game has. Yeah. Um, And it just feels like a lot of it was just, like, we really want to do all this really cool shit, which is great. But it feels like they came up with all these, like, cool moments individually and then, like, laid it all out on a whiteboard. And then they were like, how the fuck do we get from point to point to point to point to point just to do these, like, random... It's like everyone in the office wrote, like, a cool thing they wanted to see on a fucking Mm. sticky note. And then they just like laid them all out, and they're like, "All right, well, somebody wants to see a cool riding fight, so we're gonna put that over here." And then somebody wants to see what if he didn't have arms? <laughs> <laughs> what if Jack and Rose, like, what if Jack actually got killed by the Titanic in the game? Oh, sweet, yeah. What if the Titanic had Mount Rushmore on it? Oh, sweet. What if Mount Rushmore was the different snakes? <laughs> what if we called it Mount Snakemore? <laughs> they're like, "Well, we'll take all that except for the Snakemore part." <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's its official name. <laughs> Like, I think it's actually called Mount Snakemore. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Just the whole fucking, I'm, like, what if Naomi fucks Otacon in a helicopter, but it's not flying? Right on. Put that on the board. I love it. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, like, 
What if David Hayter's in it in an infomercial interview in a weird talk show <laughs> scenario? And then octopuses. Yeah. It's all, uh, it, it could almost be like they um, asked their fans to submit them ideas. I don't, I, I don't even think they did, though. They were just like, let's assume <laughs> what people want to see. What if Johnny and Meryl got married, LOL? And then somebody was like, no, I think you're on to something, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, ridiculous things. <sighs> what if they proposed to each other in the middle of in a battle? battle. <laughs> yeah, love can and Meryl such a strong, here. such a strong female character that she was like, "No, I'm proposing to you." <laughs> and then Johnny's penis yeah. fell off. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty great. But yes, uh, that isn't to say that I don't think women can propose to men. I was just making a joke no. about how Johnny no, has it's no just, penis. It's, yeah. I I realize that that could have been construed yeah. as negative, and not like I a masculinity that, I, thing. He just literally yeah. just doesn't have a penis. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just a weird he's person. Just, he's just like he's just like a little Ken doll down. There. Yeah, he's like a little doo doo boy. Um, but yeah, I don't I know. Just, the, I I what I what I meant was like I think that <laughs> okay. I I feel like in We're this day and age, I need right to. Now. I know. No, I need to. I need to fix myself. I'm not saying that women can't propose to men. They can. It's dope. Y'all do you. I'm saying that the way that it was executed in this in this video game about killing people was very ham-fisted and not good. Yes. Also, their whole relationship's kind of weird because it's kind of like, say, yeah. a masochist where, like, Johnny's kind of getting abused physically by Meryl, which is weird. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, but um, Isaac, <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. It's fun. Um, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, Isaac. I'm glad that you took this fucking weird acid trip with all of us. Um, I really did. Sam, yeah, Sam, what did what are your thoughts, good sir? Um, there was a time when I would have called this my favorite Metal Gear. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. When I was younger, and I don't know that I'd say that anymore. It's a it's really good. Um, I th- just in general, I think it's really good, and I. As dumb as some parts where I was very taken with the story, even now, um, it's just I wish I could have played more of it. Yeah. I think I would almost argue that I don't think critically it should have gotten the uh, ratings that it did. Um, I definitely would not have given this game like a 9.6 or whatever the fuck like everybody gave it. Um, I think the tech and the scale of scope and just the ambitions of the project were really great. Um, but I definitely feel like this isn't like an eight out of like a solid eight out of 10. I, yeah, I would sure. say, yeah. Um, I think MGS one, two and three are still like head and shoulders above this, but I think yeah, for sure. mechanically and with it being like fresh on the PS three and all that stuff, I think critics kind of went a little overboard with the praise. Yeah. I got a lot of, it got a lot of tens. Yeah. It's crazy. Like <laughs> I would never in a million years consider this a 10 out of 10. Um, so that doesn't, that, out of 10. And, and that doesn't mean, Good. that doesn't mean that like you, the listener can't have your own opinion. I just hundred percent do not think of this as like, this is not part of the pantheon of like shadow of the Colossus and like near automata and like persona Four golden and like shit like that. Like it's not like airtight masterpiece level video game, uh, yeah. Yeah. but it's a very good game. So great. So, 
you just gave it. I was gonna do like a joke about the rating, but you literally just gave it a hard rating. That's <laughs> true. You just do it. Fuck it, baby. So what do you guys want to give it if we had to give it a Bizarro oh, alternate universe Johnny Sasaki marries everybody uh, rating? Oh man, I give it a give it a pop figure out of pancake. I like that. Isaac, out of you got? pancakes. Out of pancake, dude. Pop Whoa. figure out of pancake. What are you gonna do about Jeez. it? Jeez, that's a little low. <laughs> I mean, only in your universe. What do you got? Uh, I'm a waffle out of a waffle cone. Ooh, waffle out of a waffle. <laughs> Jesus, which is pretty good. That's a pretty uh, good. a little much there, uh, Isaac. Uh, I think too indulgent. A little bit too. A little indulgent. bit. Sorry, decadent. a little too decadent. Too decadent. Dankadent. That's my new word. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna give, give it, it. I give it. Two scoops out of Cold Stone. <laughs> Hell yeah! I give it a I give it a Stone Cold Steve Creamery. <laughs> Hell yeah! Two scoops, <laughs> some bitch. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna give it ten medieval torture implements out of twelve Irish writers. Ooh, mm. I like it. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Just quoting shit that just, I'm seeing actually, in this room. Just, just right score. Yeah, it's perfect. Just right. It's, like, it's just like right with bear. Samuel Wright. <laughs> <laughs> what um? Hey, what title did you guys get? Whenever you completed the game? Oh I shit! Fucking remember, hold Isaac. On. I didn't take a picture. Let me see what. Fuck. Hold on. Two seconds. <laughs> What'd you get, Isaac? Mister, I have questions prepped, but no answers. I... What you got? <laughs> I got me. Uh, I got. You me got you e- kissing eagle. a jackrabbit. I got ah. an eagle. Can you cue right. an eagle's um, sound? <laughs> I can just, Damn right I can. I can. Just do it. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, unfortunately, I wanted a fox, but I know I absolutely did not get the fox. What's a fox? Uh, for getting the fox, you have to do four alerts, zero kills, zero continues, zero first aid items used in less than six hours. Jeez. Nah, dude. And you get the desert eagle. Wow. Um, let me see what I got. I think, I think I got. Hold on, I'm trying you to can fucking make, you go can make it up too. I don't want to make it up. <laughs> I think I got. Oh fucking a! These are pretty. Actually, these are like all really intense. Like the shit that you have to do to get these. I mm. think I got something stupid like the wolf or something. I can't remember. Sam, do you have any memory of what you got? Do you even care? Yeah, do you I even care? I, got, <laughs> I think I got Panther or Puma. Oh, Puma. I know one of those requires a lot of killing, so I'm going to assume <laughs> the one with all the killing. Well, I think they. I think they. I think it has to do with the amount of times you continue. Maybe I know to get the chicken you have to play for thirty five hours or Holy. more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think I, I think I got panther. It's pretty great. You Wait, get no, you get the yeah, cow panther. for getting thirty five alerts or more, which I thought's pretty fun. <laughs> well, great. So we're gonna take this time to migrate into listener responses. Ba-da-ba. We can do like a can we do like an audio like can we do another can we do another theme song? Yeah, yeah let's do that. So what? Listeners? So side up. Because because so, side because side up is a, technically another episode. So yeah. We gotta do another so this song. is bonus episode. Here uh, we go. 
Pop the top on this brand new side up. All right, so we're back okay. for the side up. Here we go. We're back. Uh, we got a couple listener responses, nothing too hefty, so we're probably going to be pretty in and out. And then you finally get to hear what the big special secret is. Uh, but, oh, shit. It's like the after credit sequence. So we got old Sam here and new Isaac. That's me. I'm, I'm old Sam. <laughs> Sam's cloning <laughs> is aging him exponentially. I got Fox die. You guys better watch out. <laughs> I'm ready to read some listener responses, god so, damn it. Old Sam, where are you old from? S- are you from the <laughs> south? Is that a southern accent? Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> old Sam, can you read so, the two so, iTunes reviews that we have? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you got the vapors, old Sam? You got it. <laughs> we... <laughs> We good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey, hold on. I got intruders. No, we're mm-hmm. almost done. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, mom. We got a we got an iTunes review. Five stars from Iroquois Pliskin <laughs> dot dot question mark. <laughs> Iroquois Pliskin dot dot question mark says that Pizza Hut demo though. <laughs> Keep up the great work, boys. Thank you, Iroquois Pliskin. Dot, dot, question mark. <laughs> we also got another iTunes review from Quacker Jack. Great name, Quacker Jack. I like it. It's for only four stars, though. Old Whoa. Sam don't like four stars. Whoa, buddy boy. Four stars. Mm. He's got some. He's got some things to say. So I better get to reading. <laughs> this is a very entertaining podcast. The discussion of the various quirks of Hideo Kojima's brainchild is often funny and always interesting. The only downside is the massive file side of each episode compared to other podcasts with similar episode length, which can eat through your data plan if you're binging on your phone. So, <laughs> Hold on, I need to address Quacker Jack. I'm sorry that I like to export our show at higher MP3 bit rates. Okay, you buddy? gotta be real. You gotta be real cautious of the people's data not everybody has unlimited data but with the kids are all the kids are wanting that unlimited data and not everybody can get it pro so t- you got to be more you got to be more on top of people's feelings and shit pro tip quacker jack download the episodes on wi-fi before you listen to them hell yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't know i don't think they're that big i think literally every single episode is sub 200 megabytes for the most part um, I think a couple in the early first 30 might be a little higher. Um, but, yeah, they're all less than 200 megs, but oops. Cool. Uh, other notes real quick. So everybody liked their gorilla swag that they won in our giveaway. So that was dope. Thumbs I like up. them gorillas, boys. <laughs> yeah. There was a new song that came out on YouTube today. It's real good. It's called, uh, the real what is it, Sleeping Powder? Sleep Powder? It's very Sleep. good. Sleeping powder. Sleep, sleeping powder. Is sleep 
Whisper. Hey, it's, um, we used to call that ether. It's how it got the girls back in my day. <laughs> I was like, I tell you what, old Sam, be quiet. Go sit down. <laughs> go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. Just because I'm old Sam doesn't mean that I can't use Sam's old jokes. No, it means you have to only use Sam's old jokes. That's right, old Sam. Old Sam, old jokes, there's mine's there. Isaac, what are you about to say? Um, I was just going to say, on a gorilla's note, I have an extra code. Ooh. So we have one more to give away. So Just give that to me if you don't mind. <laughs> I'll take I'll take it. Do you re- do you want it, Sam? What is it for? <laughs> it's the uh it's the Gorillas album. <laughs> it's the new Gorillas album. Is it vinyl? It's I only not. listen to vinyl. I'm very on, old. On your phonogram. It's Yeah. It's the C D. I old put Sam. the horn in my ear and that's the only way I can hear my music. Sam, there's new technology out there. It's called the <laughs> compact disc. It just came out. Would you like a copy? I have one. <laughs> Dang it, Sam! It's M- All right, we'll it's, get- MP- it's MP3. We'll give it away. Uh, you ever heard of it, dummy? If you're the- MP3, if you're the first, hell yeah! <laughs> if you're the first person to tweet hashtag Metal Gear Mondays and tag me, Sam, or Isaac in your tweet after this episode comes out, I, I uh, we can DM you the code. Can I stop doing this? Yeah, it's fine. Old Sam, go back okay. to the retirement home. Go to, go to bed. Sam. All right, bye guys. It's been real. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, old man. <laughs> fuck. Be nicer to your elders. Fuck off, old man. God, leave. Uh, um, Jesus uh, Christ. Can't get rid of that guy. Is that your dad? So- <laughs> no, I don't know who he is. It's old Sam. It's old uh, Sam. Uh, he just like came in and like knocked me out for a second. And then I was just like, what the fuck, old man? Well, and then I realized he was an old man, so I beat him up. Old I, think man you de- Sam. I think you deserve to have him take your spot on this episode, because if you allowed an old man to knock you out. He snuck up behind me, man. <laughs> I, listen, you're going to talk about if you allowed an old man to knock you out after we just got done playing a game where an old man knocks everybody out. Fuck that's you. Fair enough. That's, fuck that's off. Absolutely. Fuck out of here with that shit. I am not here for this. Very relevant, actually. <laughs> absolutely spot on. Congratulations. Um, some real quick notes of merit. Um, so MGM memes for days on Twitter. If you follow David Lydon, 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 Loden, Lydon, Laden, Laden, Raiden, 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 Lydon. Um, anyway, if you follow him on Twitter, he he's constantly tweeting the the MGM memes, and I like it a lot. So that's sick. He sent us some Kool Aid Man shit. Um, <laughs> ben Garibaldi Smith says that there's a Metal Gear Solid concert in Japan. So if you're near Japan, like our good friend from Australia who takes day trips to Japan, it makes me a very uh, jealous person. Um, mm-hmm. he- heads up. Uh, we got one other quick thing. Alexi Irola. I hope I said that right. Um, has anyone brought to your is attention it? that SaveMGO.com is bringing back MGO2 on official PS3 firmware? I'd love if you guys did a special episode on the revival of MGM2, MGO2 and how it plays, and then provides a link. Um, 
so yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, absolutely, you guys should go to SaveMGO.com because I will definitely be trying it out on uh, PS3 firmware. I'm sure that these servers will have a low number of people because most people probably mm-hmm. either got rid of their PS3 when the PS4 came out or don't want to play on hacked servers or are too technologically illiterate to figure it out. Um, so unfortunately, there will probably be some pretty low numbers. So there's a good chance you will play against me when that shit comes out. Mm-hmm. So I'll keep my eyes And And um, they have a Twitter. It's Twitter at SaveMGO as well. Mm-hmm. So if... You need, you want to be on top of that. Yeah. Isaac, do you want to read the next sentence and then scroll down and reveal the picture and tell us what you think? Uh, it says, do I, do I need to say this out loud or yeah, process say the it fir- first? No, say the first thing. <clears throat> this is from uh, Jorge or George Garcia <laughs> or Garcia. Um, <laughs> George Garcia, <laughs> right? He's our Garcia. <laughs> He's coming to save us. Um... Jorge Garcia says, oh, wait, no, who, <laughs> I'm doing it again. <laughs> Isaac's broken again. Hor- I right, can't let me try- do this twice <laughs> in, a, no, in I can't. a row. No, I can't. <laughs> Jorge Garcia is a boss, because uh, I am assuming he provides a meme that says, uh, it has a picture, and it says, <laughs> you're pretty good, but... Do you know who else is good? My mom. And then it's a picture of a uh, boss. I love bosses like fist pump back at She's him. Like, She's yeah. just like, hell yeah. <laughs> Ew, they got scrunched. Who's <laughs> messing? Oh, they're gone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sam just did the equivalent of like a, uh, Sam just did the equivalent of like a uh, uh, junkyard, like tin can smashing the cars thing. Brave little toaster. But yes. yes, it's gone now. The picture is gone. Yeah, it's very yeah, small. What if I, it's if like I, an emoji. Oh, oh, oh shit! And now it's, it's really gone. It it's really gone. I found it. No, it's it's there. I found it. Scroll down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Google Docs is fun, but nobody knows what we're doing. Um, yeah. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. All right, hold on. I'm gonna we'll keep the running commentary. What yeah. the fuck is going on? Pretty go. Who else, mom? <laughs> Who else? That's what it's I'm, I'm, I'm not done yet. All right. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, shit. Are you about to... Oh, that's amazing. No. I want that. As my. I want that as my profile picture. <laughs> Can you... Yeah. We'll link that in the description, guys. Yeah. It's just the boss giving her sweet little son a fist pump. Yeah. Her it's real nice. Her mentally challenged son. Um. Anyway. Uh... Yes. So, um, <laughs> this is the part where we're supposed to make the announcement, I guess. No, Woo! there's this little bit that you forgot, Alessio. Here, what is this it? one. Oh, Jorge fuck, Chip Whorehound, Chip Chop fuck. <laughs> Cube IP no versus BFUG versus Allure Lewin Fliv Nilijiv fuck bye. I'm pretty good. <laughs> fuck bye. But yes. Um, so here's the unfortunate stuff. So check it out, you guys. If you're listening to this right now, this will be like the last few minutes of any Metal Gear Monday that you're ever going to listen to. What? Bam, 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 bam. That's wow. the first I've heard, Alessio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we've been running this show for 64 weeks, not consecutively, probably like 64 weeks and like a couple breaks 
throughout. Um, so 64 episodes, it's a long, it's a long time. Um, I can pull it up on SoundCloud how much hours this is. Um, but it's just a lot of stuff. So we did it. We got real far. Um, let me see real quick if there is a way to see how much time of show that this exists. We started this, I think, how much hours? two years ago. We started yeah, in like September many. 2015, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So it's been almost two years. Yeah, I think on last count, it was like at least at least like 80 hours worth of show. It's probably even more than that now. So it's probably like 90-ish hours of show. Um, so, and here's the deal. So it doesn't feel to us, um, what's kind of happening is like, so Sam just got a new job out in Seattle. Um, I don't want to put like words in his mouth, but between Sam getting a new job, uh, me buying a house and kind of like starting to take both of my jobs a little bit more seriously and putting like way more time into shit and having to fix up the house and stuff like that. Um, and just Isaac in general with the shit that he's got going on. <laughs> I think <laughs> Isaac the enigma in general, Isaac just being Isaac. <laughs> I think uh, for us, what's kind of beginning to happen is that playing for the show and keeping current and keeping notes is definitely starting to feel like very obligatory and less like mm-hmm. fun. Um, and and I want to I want to throw this out here too, and, and and I wouldn't say you're putting words into my mouth because it, in case you forgot, like I had announced that after this was over, I was gonna leave the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and after we after we were finished with this game, um, for those exact same reasons, yeah. Um, and so and we're, also we're actually like, like all leaving the show for yeah, we're all leaving the, the aforementioned reasons before. Want to throw this out there? This isn't happening because I announced I was leaving. Yeah, absolutely. I want to re- I want to reinforce that. No I hate, I individually only. reached out to I completely independent of Sam reached out to Sam and Isaac like a few weeks back mm-hmm. and was just like, hey real talk Um, because I think right now unfortunately what's happening is I will go several days I'll go like two or three days of like having a pretty normal schedule um, and then realize that since I had a normal schedule I'm suddenly super fucking backed up and so literally it's either I have two options either stay up every single night until like two in the morning and wake up at five in the morning um, or have a normal life for three days and then stay up all night for a day or two um, and that's just like not healthy, um, at all. Like I get zero downtime. So like what ends up happening is like I work and work and work and then I work my second job a whole lot and write like a fuck ton of scripts and like go shoot a lot and then come home to work on house. Um, and what usually happens is I'm so exhausted and so overworked that like me and my wife start to like get into arguments and like, I just hate being awake a lot because of how fucking busy I am all the time. Um, So for me, it very much so was like a, I need to cut something out so that I can breathe. Um, And I know in the past when that's come up, we've just taken like an extended break. Um, But I think for all of us here, it's like this kind of came at like a perfect point where like MGS4 kind of ties up all the loose ends for Metal Gear. Um, Because like, I don't care. Like portable or not portable ops. Peace Walker is like one of my favorite Metal Gear games. Um, I think five is a great game, not a perfect game. Um, it's a, okay. It's a good game. It's not a great game. Um, but the thing is, is like, I don't think neither of those games have to be covered for this show in order for the story of Metal Gear to conclude. Um, truthfully, like those two games plots, like kind of delve deeper into the relationship that zero and the, and big boss have. 
Um, but that's like literally it. Like it's totally like bonus chapters. Like I would not say that they are mandatory playing. Um, so for us, it was like, this is kind of a complete thing. Like we're not going to take the show down. Like these 64 episodes will always exist forever and ever for you guys to listen to. And uh, we've got downloads enabled. So like, feel free to fucking download all of these and save them. Um, as we begin to do more things like with dev diary, we're putting a whole lot of effort into not continuing dev diary as, as a show outside of being a passion project because of kind of how we've handled it thus far. We were like, that shit's on us to carry forward. Um, so we're not really trying to like continue dev diary outside of being a passion project, but we are trying to pitch dev diary to other game studios and publishers as like a viable thing. And I don't want to name any names, but we've had some like very, very interesting conversations with some very, very recognizable names about doing documentary coverage for them. Um, so if there's a way that like through continuing dev diary and through continuing, like I'm thinking about starting to do like community blog posting on destructoid and stuff like that. Um, just from time to time because I like games a lot. Um, so if through any of these other avenues, like metal gear Mondays can kind of be revamped from like the ground up, like with a budget, um, and some fucking marketing, then great. Um, unfortunately I think right now the sort of era of just running this thing out of our pockets, um, as a fun project, um, kind of, it sucks, but like, it just kind of has to take a backseat. Um, right now, just because we've got a lot of other irons in the fire. Um, so I, dude, I'm not like I'm not gonna lie. Like I was like telling my dad that like because again I'm sitting in my parents' house and I came upstairs and was like, hey, I'm gonna record this podcast probably until like 11 or so. Uh, it was past 11 now, so my dad's gonna fucking hmm. get mad at me. But um, so I was like, hey, I'm gonna record this podcast, and he was like, oh, cool. And I was like, yeah, like dude, we started from nothing, and then we literally got to the point where we had more than a thousand listeners a week, which is fucking ridiculous. Um, and, uh, just telling him like, yeah, we get fan letters from like all over the world. Um, and like my dad knows Isaac really well because me and Isaac have been friends for like fucking 16 years. Um, and, uh, he was like, oh, you do that with Isaac? Like, that's crazy. I, my dad's first response was, did you guys teach Isaac how to play those games? (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, just, just telling my dad about it. Um, he was like, Oh, that's crazy. And like, I started to get kind of like choked up where I was like, fuck, like we're not going to have interactions with these people as much. Um, but like the show will stay up. So like, if you guys just tell people about it, that would be awesome. Even though it's not like kind of continuing. Cause like, obviously if like there's enough public outcry, uh, Again, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, get a bunch of your friends and everybody email me and then you'll force me into doing it. I mean, like, legitimately, there has to be, like, somebody with finances. Like, if Polygon is like, hey, do you guys want to bring Metal Gear Mondays to Polygon? Like, sure. Um, but, yeah, if you dig the show, like, tell people Fuck, about man, it. I'd show up for that. Any chance yeah. that I can get closer to Justin and Griffin McElroy and Phil Oh, of course. Of course. Is <laughs> of good course. enough for me. Yes. I'll show, I will show up for Polygon. But yeah, so like the best that you guys can do right now is not necessarily to tell people to email me to continue the show, um, but instead just tell people to check it out and tell people to spread the word and like fucking email people that you dig, like Destructoid or Polygon or any of that shit, Retronauts, whatever, Eurogamer, US Gamer, and just tell them that we exist and that you love the show because truthfully, if somebody were to approach us to do it, I would definitely continue it. Um, but as it stands right now, we just don't really have 
it's one of those things where it's like you either have to have time or you have to have money. And right now, like, I don't really have much of either. So it's like, got to pick and choose. So I loved every minute of this show. Uh, we totally cooked it up as like, I didn't expect it to last this long at all, to be honest. Mm. Um, but we totally cooked it up as something that we wanted to uh, just do for fun. And uh, it was super fucking fun. So Yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll let you guys take over and talk about it as well. I don't want to hog everything, but... I said everything that I have to say in that one episode, and I don't want to cry again. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, singing, singing Sam. <laughs> Isaac, what do you got to say? Um, Let's see, man. There's a lot to, to put down. But basically, uh, having this opportunity that you approached me with, to play this series that I had heard about and kind of watched you play from the back seat um, throughout all these years. I'd always wanted to play them, but I never, re- it felt like a huge undertaking because there was so much content. And so when you were like, hey, you want to do this podcast? Um, and I was like, man, that's the perfect way to kind of force myself to, <laughs> to, play these games and but um, it was a lot of fun it was um a lot of dying on my end and that's something that i'm gonna have to live with right <laughs> so, because, because you're because your snake avatar cannot <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean it was one of those things that like i don't think i would have ever played these games unless I had this kind of avenue to take me down. And then couple that with just talking with people, um, uh, talking with your friends about this game that you were playing. Uh, that was just, you know, icing on the cake on that. Cause I know you guys and half the people that we talked to say that as they were growing up, they had nobody to talk to when they were playing this game. So it was, kind of a treat on my end that i had this kind of fall in my lap um but yeah i'm sad to see it go definitely um i'm <laughs> i was kind of uh horrified on how we would tackle mgs5 because <laughs> of the it's open a, it's world a big old game <laughs> um people were talking about, about like like hundreds of hours or whatever i'm like oh my gosh this is gonna be really long. Um, I'll still try to play it. I can't make promises, but I'll. Just yeah, I'll, I also uh, didn't stop uh, the show just because. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't want to cover those games because somebody <laughs> straight up like already. I think TJ Wark accused me uh, in the Slack of like you guys are just shutting down because you don't know how to cover portable or uh, Peace Walker or Five. <laughs> I mean, but, I, I would say that. Trying to tackle those would be, uh, I don't, I don't know how we would do that, but um, you should, Isaac, you should definitely, if you ever get time to actually, you should play. Yeah, Peace you should play Peace Walker in five for sure. If you ever have time, just like leisurely. Yeah, I was 
Maybe I'll start my pace. own little podcast. <laughs> oh no! Um, I will say, I will say this: that there is a chance that there might be an episode sixty-five, um, but it's not going to be any of us. Essentially, a bunch of the fans in the <laughs> Slack decided that they wanted to do like the listeners respond back episode, <laughs> um, and so I think it's a couple of guys from the Slack want to record their own podcast talking about like listening to the show and shit like that it's like it's like the it's like the talking dead except <laughs> yeah exactly. talking gear yeah. yeah so it'll be fun that would be so really th- cool I'd be yeah so that. i think uh and i told them that like we probably wouldn't do multiples so whatever they want to say they need to just cram it into one recording um so we'll see how that goes um and we'll keep you guys posted i don't have them on any sort of deadline but i will be sure to bother them moving forward um that being said, too, if you guys have donated to our Patreon, thank you so much. It did absolutely help. We use that fucking money because we have to pay monthly shit to keep the SoundCloud running. Um, so none of that money went unspent. So thank you very, very much. Um, and I should be, I will be shutting down the Patreon as of the week that you are hearing this. If not, around the time this episode comes out, uh, then definitely on Friday or Saturday. So towards the end of the week. Um, Unfortunately, I will be out and about for a lot of time. So I probably will not get the episode up for Patreon backers on Sunday. And instead, we'll just do like a universal general release. I do want to real quick throw out a special thank you. If Dragonatrix from SoundCloud ever gets this far in the show, because it looks like you just started our show 15 days ago, I just really want to thank you (laughs) for finding the show. Um, And they responded on the first two episodes with some comments and I got, I think on episode two, like on episode one, I was like, Hey, I totally agree with your comment on episode two. We were talking about like why the radar was jammed at one point. And I think we corrected ourselves right away in episode three, but dragon atrix commented. And for some reason I was just kind of feeling grumpy and just responded with, yeah, we know nearly a year later. Thank you very much. And he, uh, or him or her, they responded with, Oh, I knew I was playing catch up, but didn't realize I was catching up to that great of an extent. And I was just like, Wow, 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 wow. Like when you get to episode 64. Ta-da. <laughs> good, thi- good thing we don't have to retain listeners anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so um, real quick, though, I do want to ask you guys, what do you guys think are the top most popular, the top five most popular episodes of MGM? I recuse myself because you told this to me already, and I remember them. Isaac, what do you think? You you have a list Already? So this is on this is on SoundCloud, not iTunes. So Sam, you may not oh know oh you mean like yeah oh I thought you meant like what are our oh. personal favorites? No, no, these are like <laughs> what do you guys the listener favorites the most oh. listened to on SoundCloud? I don't know. Hmm. That's a good question. So I'll, I'll start you guys from the bottom and work our way to the top. All right, so, number so five. Are we here? <laughs> so number five most popular. Uh, do you guys want to take a guess for number five? At all. Um, just shot 32. Well, I mean, you can say what the topic is. You don't have to oh. say the number. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's 64 of these. 63 yeah, of that's these. That's true. <laughs> so the, um, Cole Ross, the Cole Ross episode of MGS3 is number five. Oh, uh, I would think like, that'd be higher. Yeah, with like over 400 listens on SoundCloud. Um, then the four through two spot are just the first three episodes of the show, which each of them have like almost 600 listens each. All right. Check it out. You guys, the top episode. I, no, 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 I want to guess. I want to guess. I want to guess. Because it just, I just, I was struck with a fucking bolt epiphany. of lightning. Yep. Yeah. It was, it, it had to have been the Phantom Pain episode, right? Absolutely. 
Yep, Metal <laughs> Rear Solid The Phantom Pain almost has a thousand listens. It's like double, like the most listened episode, which is weird specifically on SoundCloud. Like on iTunes, I don't even think it's on like the top ten. But on SoundCloud, it is like head and shoulders the most listened to episode of the show. People love that peen. I yeah, guess. dude. People are looking for that Brazzers content. Maybe we should start a porn <laughs> podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, oh shit. No, I didn't know you where you're going with that. Oh, yeah. We're going, <laughs> going deep. Well, cool, you guys. So, yeah, that was fucking it. Um, Sam, Isaac, I know we're kind of getting late on the recording. So, usually we do sort of our off mic chatting. Um, I will most likely just call you guys at a later date to just kind of chat. Um, yeah. Uh, but in I general, mean, like, I fuck, can't, it's been. I can't it's been a ride. Um, we're still making shit, so if you guys are interested, forevernastronaut.com. Yeah. Please, for the love of Christ, go check it out. Um, we're still mm-hmm. making shows. We're still writing movies. Uh, again, Dev Diaries got some cool shit going on. We might be writing a script for like a fucking network that you've heard of, which is like a big reason that I'm too busy. CBS? Um, no. <laughs> um, maybe. No. Um, but yeah, so we are working on shit, um, so definitely keep your eyes peeled on the website um we'll try and update it as we go but like things are starting to get serious which is cool um what what do you guys have going on that people could check out if they want to keep up with you after the show is over um well you can follow me on twitter at sandal that's s-a-n-j-u-u-l um i also do two podcasts Mm -hmm. which is crazy so the first one is one that i've been doing since march with my friend jeff it's called from another mother um, and essentially it's a show where two best friends talk to each other, um, and just kind of riff off each other and conversation just kind of transitions naturally. Um, the conceit is that we start the podcast by just sort of talking to each other. We don't address the audience until like the very end of the episode. So, um, a little bit different. I like it. I mm-hmm. think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm biased. Um, so you can I find can that a at, thumbs up as well. It's very good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, you can go find that at um, bit.ly slash fam the pod. That's F A M T H E P O D. Um, it's also on iTunes, so please do go on there. And... <laughs> okay. I have anyway, yeah, it's also on iTunes, so please uh, check that out there. And I also, my second podcast is a podcast I do with my good buddy Kevin, who, um, if you followed me during the Geek Time days, um, I did the toast, the show Toast with. Mm-hmm. Um, but this new podcast is called Question. Well, it's called Q and Audio. Um, it's not Question Fart Q and Audio. It's just Q and yeah, Audio. I, yeah, just Q and Audio. <laughs> you have to type um, out like onomatopoeia in the middle of it. It's real hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> Q, question Fart <laughs> Q and Audio. Yeah, no, it's Q and Audio. Um, it's... Q ampersand audio, very technically. Um, you can type that in, all one word, all one thing on iTunes to find it there. Um, you can also go to bit.ly forward slash uh, Q and audio, the word and um, will get you there. Um, but it is a podcast where we answer your burning questions, ex- uh, as long as your burning questions are also song titles. Um, so we just kind of go into and discuss the hypothetical questions presented by song, song titles. I like it. That's dope. Isaac, where can people find you? Sweet. Well, now I just feel like I'm the boring one because I don't have any cool podcasts going on. Isaac's the hard. Isaac's the hard to find one. I am. He has a Twitter, but he's he's no longer burdened with having to use it. I oh mean, yeah. Maybe so real I'll, quick, to I just want to announce this. 
We didn't even get to 200 likes on Facebook, which means Zach DeTrocchio didn't have to destroy his copy of he gets to Snake's Maybe, <laughs> Maybe if we're kind enough, he'll just do it. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I'll talk to him. We'll make it we'll Or make it we can plea, make a plea to all our listeners and just get Oh, yeah. More- one last push, you guys. Let's just yeah. fucking, Before fucking pour, like a, pour one like out for Metal Gear Mondays. Yeah, let's... Uh, Into our likes on the page. Yeah, we just need 10 more likes on the Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. Um, and yeah, if you guys want to follow me after this, I know that typically I'm not as vocal, uh, except for on podcasts, and I don't do those right now anymore. Um, you can find me at AC Summerfield on Twitter. Um, I promise to be a little bit more active on there since we're no longer editing and playing and notating for a show. Um, and uh, you can check out all my film shit that way. Um, I'm probably going to update my website soon, acsummerfield.com, uh, just to put like music, podcasts, and films that I've worked on uh, just to try and keep my name fresh. Um, but yeah. Get your name out my mouth. Yes. Anyway, I can <coughs> verbally hear uh, my dad in need to have to get into this room. So Is he like knocking? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's talking Bless about you. coming up here. Bless you. Um, <laughs> Guys, it's been fucking great. Um, I've loved every minute of it. I love all of you. Um, definitely continue to check out the show if you dig it. Um, and maybe one day we'll be back. Um, but unfortunately, for the time being, we have to be on indefinite hiatus. Yeah. So, one love. Can I, can I say one last thing for my fans? Yes. There's mines there. That was, uh, that's a pretty I, good one. Sam. Yeah. And you know what? I mean... Who knows? Maybe we'll see you around. Maybe we'll see you around the box. It's just no, the box. no, no. <laughs> can't, go out like, can't go out like that. That, that was dumb. Can't go out with a limp here's, here's here's what we should do. Okay, what? Okay, what? I think that what we shouldn't goof about it. We should just go with a very simple, classy. And I think you should do it. Just say the phrase and then just let that be it. Let's just go out classy. Sounds good. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> Oh, are you serious? Okay. It's just a box. <laughs> it's just a box. <laughs> Can I say it now? Yeah, go ahead, Isaac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody Guys. take a shot. Guys. Drink. It's just a box. Oh, uh, no. Umi, 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 umi. Go, go, Sam. All right, you, Sam. Sam, you go. Hey, um, um, it's, it's just a box. Hell yeah! All right, let's do it all at once, you guys. You ready? Last oh, one. Oh shit! Should and we do it? Should we do it on? Th- should we do it on three or after three? Uh, let's do it on go. So we'll do one, two, three, go. Okay. All right. <laughs> one, two, three, go. Is it's just, just a, a box. box. That was beautiful. I love you, boys. I love that, my. That I love it. our listeners. All right. You, bye, bye, you guys. Bye. Hopefully, the sun is setting over Australia as you hear this, or wherever the fuck you are. Oh my God! Hang God bless. up. God bless. Bye. <laughs> no, you first. <laughs>